Adult content intended for an adult audience only. Content of stories is purely fiction and not intended to be used for anything but enjoyment for those who enjoy these topics and situations. If you don't agree with the themes and the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. Teaching My Wife Part 2 by Drew 2001 Chapter 04 I told them that she needed to be taught how to once again be a whore in the bedroom. The words, whore in the bedroom, were hers as shortly after we were married she told me that she always thought the ideal wife was a lady outside of the bedroom, but a whore in the bedroom. Because and had over the years pulled back the sexual boundaries we once had I told her that these lessons would be at the hands of other men. I knew that if we tried to become more adventurous and then objected to something that I was doing to her that I would slow down or stop because I loved her while a stranger would likely not stop and say something like, Come on, baby, you can do it! And would not be as free with a stranger to impose her boundaries and would be taken beyond those limits. Because and went out of town for three or four days at a time in her job about every six weeks we decided that her lessons would be during these trips. I would pack her a kit of the items to be used for each lesson along with a video camera and an instruction letter she was to give the man or men she selected. So as not to interfere with her job and would extend her trip for an additional night at our expense and tell her company that an old college friend, relative, etc. lived in the town she was visiting. The additional night would be lesson night. On each of her first two trips and engaged in activities with other men that we had done together earlier in our marriage such as having her pussy lightly flogged to orgasm, filling her ass and pussy with ice, and then getting fucked after it melted, anal sex, having her ass and pussy stuffed with inflatable toys that were then inflated beyond her previous maximums, being fucked with a porn star-sized vibrator and plain old fucking and sucking and was also exposed to a room service waiter by one of the men and forced to endure being groped and fingered by him to orgasm. She also swallowed more cum than she had in a long time with me. On her third trip she was the center of a six-guy gang bang with me as one of the six. We originally planned on only three guys, one of them me, but events got out of hand and then really made up for lost time as this was her first experience with more than one man. For more, see Chapter 3. And then I had talked a lot about what happened on her first three trips and watched the videos she brought back numerous times. It was a terrific turn-on for both of us, but we realized that we had been risky in what we had her do with strangers on the first two excursions and lucky that none of them had harmed her. And admitted that she was scared at times during each of the first two encounters but said that the fear in her stomach had actually turned her on more than she would have normally been. She also said that she now realized that it was best to have strangers with whom she had no prior relationship do her training because she understood how easy it was for her to say, stop, or slow down, to me. As an experienced in her first three sessions, strangers did not listen nearly as well to stop, or slow down. We also talked a lot about what happened on her third trip even though I was there and said that she enjoyed being the center of attention with a group of guys working her pussy, ass and mouth over. 
She did not enjoy drinking down a glass with six loads of cum in it or having binder clips put on her nipples to motivate her to do so, and even said that despite having the walls of her pussy get super sensitive after she came having the guys who were fucking her keep on going caused her to have stronger secondary orgasms than she usually had. Those of you who read the earlier parts will remember that whenever and had a major orgasm she usually had a series, after shocks, and that her pussy became extremely sensitive after she had come for the first time, and said that she knew that the guys who were fucking her during her adventures would not stop so she forced herself to just lie back and take it. She said that having her super sensitive pussy continually fucked led her to have one major orgasm after another and had obviously learned something because whenever I fucked her after her gang bang I did not have to pause like I used to after she came, and just kept banging away at her wet pussy, and came like gang busters and kept coming as I continued fucking her. We talked a lot about how she felt emotionally, and then said that at first she was very hesitant about picking up a stranger for sex but that she got over her hesitation because I was helping to arrange things and she had my approval. She also quickly saw that I was right that a stranger would better push her limits, and that she had learned the difference between making love and fucking. Finally, she admitted that it was a turn-on to be able to pick up good-looking men because as she grew older she thought that she was not as attractive or sexy as she was when she was younger. Her experiences had definitely transformed and into a better lover, and our sex became hotter, as I did not have to hold back as I sometimes did in the past and had even agreed to swap and we had already traded partners with a few couples we met at a local club. No orgy, just she with the husband and me with the wife. Once in separate rooms and twice in the same room. Because of these experiences and was definitely returning to the sexually adventurous woman she had been earlier in our marriage. We talked about whether we should stop for a while and see how things went. We decided that with our swapping activities that we would just slow down and not arrange a Lesson. Four and every time she went out of town. After her second trip without a lesson and told me that she missed the anticipation and trepidation she felt in the days before one of her out-of-town adventures. She also admitted that she had gotten off being used by strangers for their pleasure and often not knowing in advance what they were going make her do or do to her. On a few occasions during our marriage I had thought that I had detected signs that and could have a submissive side to her personality. When I tried to explore this she never really wanted to talk about it or otherwise go there. Perhaps her sessions with strangers had allowed this aspect of her personality to come to the surface because she allowed herself to be put into situations where someone else was in control of what happened to her. The more I thought about it the more I became convinced that and had a submissive side to her and where things had gone wrong was when I had talked about it in terms of her being submissive or being a slave. Whenever I suggested to and that we do something where I would be in control and use the wrong words she would object and refuse to go along. I found that if I tried submissive scenes with her without labeling them as such I had a better chance of having her go along. So far I had gotten things right on this level when setting up and sessions with strangers and filed this away in my brain to be sure that I would remain cognizant of this going forward. When and told me she missed not having a lesson on her last two trips I suggested that she could just pick up a guy on her own. She said that she had thought about that but that there was something about the planning and preparation of her previous sessions that turned her on more. 
She said she knew that by adding a day onto her trip that she was setting aside time for sex and would get a tingle in her pussy when she told her assistant to arrange for the extra night in the hotel. And said that the tingling would continue when she put the toy kit I had prepared into her luggage along with her garter belt, hose, short skirt, CFM heels and other, hunting, clothes. She said her pussy would also tingle when she put the letter I had prepared for her into her purse. Apparently anticipation was a big part of the appeal of her sessions to Anne. Because it was now apparent that there would be another lesson in the near future for, and we talked further about how to make that happen. And said that she liked it better when she was not permitted to read the letter or look in the toy kit until her training session actually started. She said that before her second and third trips not knowing what was in the letter left her almost constantly wondering about what was going to be done to her. She admitted that she had even fingered herself to an orgasm a few times after her pussy grew wet from her pondering the mystery of what would be done to her in the near future by a man or men she had never met before. Anne's next trip was coming up in about three weeks so I set about coming up with what to put in the letter. I thought about having her pick up a woman but as one of the wives we had already swapped with was by I thought that there would be an opportunity there later. I thought about the first three sessions and saw that and had been worked over pretty good in the first two and her first gang bang, with six guys, would also be hard to top. Time was running out and I still did not have a solid idea of what to put in the letter. As it were, fate would intervene and an opportunity would drop into my lap. I was working at our home PC and I noticed Anne's itinerary for her upcoming trip on the desk next to our computer. When I saw the name of the hotel I had my answer. I had stayed at this hotel several times in the past few years and knew that they had a very nice indoor pool with a separate hot tub area. In addition, the hotel kept the pool open until midnight and even turned down the lights to give it a more intimate feeling. I thought that in this day and age of lawsuits about everything that they would be worried about a guest who had had a few too many drowning, but they had it posted pretty well with signs that there was no lifeguard on duty, and they even had a small sign at the front desk saying the same thing. The health club was also next to the pool and there seemed to be some activity there most of the time with people coming in and out, and there was an attendant at the club desk close enough to the pool to hear any loud commotion. When I had stayed at this hotel I had used the pool late one night and was surprised to hear and see a couple having sex in the hot tub area. The hot tub area is separate from the pool and had some potted plants and smallish room divider screens between it and the main pool that screened it from full view from the pool but they did little to conceal what was happening. As soon as I learned that and would be staying at the same hotel I knew that the letter I wrote for her would have her fucking by the hot tub. I had thought about having and also take the video camera we used on her previous adventures but decided it would be too cumbersome for her to try to use it in various areas around the pool and hot tub. I had a better alternative anyway. A few years earlier when I had first stayed at this hotel I was having a drink at the bar. One of the other patrons had apparently had too much and was getting pretty loud at the other end of the bar. I heard the bartender tell him that he could not legally serve him any more because he was already drunk. This really pissed the guy off and he started banging his fist on the bar and yelling. I want a goddamn drink. The bartender again refused and started to walk away from the guy. Suddenly the guy reached across the bar and grabbed the bartender and tried to pull him over the bar. One of the waiters saw what was going on and stepped in to try to intervene. The guy let go of the bartender 
and Sucker punched the waiter flush to his jaw dropping the waiter to the floor. With the waiter on his hands and knees trying to get up the guy started to kick him violently to the ribs. It only took me a few seconds to get off of my stool and get down to where the guy was. I pulled him by the shoulder, and when he saw me he swung wildly. As I was expecting it I was able to step out of the way unlike the waiter who never saw the punch coming. The guy lost his balance from the miss swing and as he was falling toward me I landed a solid right to his stomach. He doubled over and as he started to try to stand up again I landed a left on the side of his head that put him on his knees. I was on him quickly and pushed him down to the floor. I twisted one of his arms up behind his back and told him to calm the fuck down or I would break it for him. Not that I am that macho but I had some experience in boxing in a local pal when I was growing up and still got to the gym to work out once or twice a week. Hotel security was there a minute later followed a few minutes later by the cops. They took the drunk into custody and as they led him away he started to yell that the cops should arrest me too because I had assaulted him. Even though the bartender and waiter backed up my story of what had happened I started to get nervous when two of the cops again asked me to tell them what had happened. I started to repeat my story when one of the hotel security guys came over and introduced himself to us as the head of the hotel's security. He then said, Officer, you do not have to ask what happened. You can see for yourself. He said that the hotel had cameras in all public areas and that he would show them the video of what had happened in the bar. He led us out of the bar, through the lobby and down a hall to a door labeled Hotel Security. We went into what was a pretty sophisticated control-type room with about ten monitors displaying various areas of the hotel. He sat down at the control panel, flipped a few switches and played the video of the bar incident on the center monitor which was larger than the others. When it was over the cops said that I was in the clear and free to leave. They also asked the hotel security guy not to erase the tape as the prosecutor would likely want it as evidence. The cops left and the hotel security guy extended his hand to me and said, Thanks for what you did. The waiter that the drunk was kicking the shit out of is my nephew. I got him this job for the summer and my sister would not be happy if I let something happen to him as she thought he should get an office type job. We finished our introductions. His name was Jack Williams and he said, I noticed you never got to finish your drink. Let me buy you another. Well, one turned into a few and Jack and I spent the next two hours talking and drinking. When we called it a night Jack thanked me again and said to let him know if he could ever do anything for me. Jack also apparently put me on the VIP list of the hotel because after that whenever I stayed there my room would be automatically upgraded and I would get coupons for free breakfasts and drinks and other perks. On two other occasions when I stayed at the hotel Jack must have noticed my name on the guest list and invited me for drinks. I would not say that we were friends, but we were getting close. I realized that my knowing Jack made this the perfect setup for him. Jack could keep an eye on things remotely to make sure the guys who would be fucking and did not get out of hand. He would be able to videotape N's adventure for me, and he would be able to keep N from getting thrown out of the hotel or arrested in case anyone complained about people having sex by the hot tub. My plan in place I picked up the phone and called Jack. He immediately took my call and we chatted a bit, and then I said, I have a favor to ask. As Anne and I wanted to keep her activities as anonymous as possible I did not tell Jack that, and was my wife. Instead, I explained to Jack how there was a group of guys I hung around with to watch football at a local bar on Saturday afternoon. 
I said that there was also a woman who often watched with us and that over the years we had started to put some side bets on the games. The woman actually knew football pretty well and wound up winning more than she lost. I said that the woman was also not a gracious winner and took every opportunity to rub it in whenever she won. Anyway, I continued, One Saturday the woman had a very bad run of luck and wound up losing a couple of hundred dollars to each of the guys in our group. Turns out she did not have enough to pay off her losses and eventually one of the guys suggested that she could work it off on her back. She said, I am not going to fuck you guys, I know you and have to look at you. We guys reluctantly agreed and said if she did not want to fuck us then she could fuck strangers. Although we would have enjoyed fucking her we thought that having her brought down a few pegs by fucking strangers to make up for all of the crap she gave us when she was winning would be worth it. What does all of this have to do with me? Jack asked. I told Jack that we wanted the woman to have to fuck guys by the hotel hot tub so that he could video it for us and also keep an eye on things so she would not be hurt. Fucked yes hurt no. Jack laughed and said. Yeah I can do that for you. What does this woman look like anyway? Jack asked. I described and saying she was 5 feet 2 inches tall and weighed 115 pounds. She has brown eyes and medium-length brown hair that at times looks reddish in certain light. Her skin is very pale and she has a lot of reddish freckles on her tits and shoulders. Her breasts are a natural cup topped with light brown slash pinkish nipples which get about a half an inch long when she is aroused. And has a very... Very thin waist which gives her a classic hourglass figure and an ass to die for. Jack said, Hmm, I wouldn't mind having a go at her myself. Go ahead, I said. She has to stay by the pool for three hours and do anything a guy asks her to do. The only rules are that the guys have to wear a condom when they are in her pussy or ass and cannot do anything that would permanently mark or hurt her. Damn, that sounds inviting, Jack said and we both laughed. Although tempted, Jack said, It would not be a good idea for the head of security to get caught with his pants down so I will have to pass and just watch. I gave him the details about when and would be staying at the hotel and we hung up. With everything said at the hotel it was time to write the letter for Anne. The letter I gave and read as follows. Tonight we are changing things up. You are not going to give a guy you pick this letter. This letter is for you. Look in the toy kit in your luggage. You will find scissors, a razor, and shave cream. The first thing you are going to do is to shave your pussy bear. I know you have done this in the past for me on a few occasions, but tonight is the start of you keeping your pussy trimmed and shaved going forward. Put this letter down and go and shave yourself so that your pussy and ass are free of any hair. When you are finished, come back and read the rest of your adventure. Now that you are reading again, your pussy must be bare and smooth. Look further into the kit and you will find one of your more revealing bikinis modified to make you even more exposed. I have cut out the linings in the bra and bottom so that now when you get the suit wet all of your charms will be clearly visible. Get dressed in your bikini, put on the hotel robe along with your CFM heels and go down to the pool. Be sure to take the tube of sex lube and the condoms with you. Get your bikini wet and come on to any guys that are in the pool or hot tub. Tonight you are going to fuck in public. Anyone who is around will be able to hear your moans of pleasure and to see how you writhe and buck as your pussy and ass are filled and used. Once you are naked you are to stay that way and you are to remain in the pool area for the next three hours. 
You cannot say, no, to anything anyone wants to do to or with you except for the rule about condoms or anything that would permanently mark or injure you. If anyone asks why you are doing this tell them that you lost a bet and have to make yourself available to whomever for whatever for three hours at the pool to pay it off. You have a hot body and know how to use it. Tonight you will use it in a more public way than you have before. And was never an exhibitionist and she would always get embarrassed whenever she inadvertently exposed anything interesting. Those of you who have read chapter 2 will recall how she got read with embarrassment when the guy she was with forced her to stand naked before the room service waiter and let him finger her to orgasm. If things went according to plan and was going to be exposed to who knows how many people and her boundaries were really going to be pushed further out and in a new direction. I knew that and would not expect public sex and I was right as when she returned home she said. I can't believe you set it up so I would be fucked in public. I asked her to tell me about her adventure even though I would be getting the tape from Jack and then told me how she had shaved her pussy bare and said that she thought that I would have one of the guys she was with do that. She told me how she trembled when she resumed reading the letter and learned that she was going to be on display and would be fucked publicly. And told me how a part of her wanted to slip away but another told her that she had to go through with it. She told me how she had fingered herself while putting on the bikini and knew that the wetness between her legs gave her no choice but to go through with the adventure I had planned for her. She recounted how she had walked down the hall to the pool on her CFM heels wearing only her bikini and hotel robe with condoms and a tube of sex lube in her pocket. Each click of her heels on the tile floor seemed to resonate loudly like a clock ticking down the seconds until her next adventure began and said that she felt her pussy getting wetter and wetter both with the anticipation and trepidation of what she was about to do as well as the added sensations from having just shaved herself smooth, with the linings removed from her swimsuit, and worried that her juices would make a telltale wet spot between her creamy thighs and that as soon as she took off her robe everyone in the pool area would know how hot she was. When she arrived at the pool there were two guys swimming laps and then slipped off her robe and heels and went into the pool. The water was cooler than she expected, and her nipples hardened immediately. With the lining gone from her bikini top her hard nipples stood out boldly, and it was not long before one of the guys swimming in the pool came over to her and struck up a conversation. After a few minutes and remembered that she was to be the aggressor tonight, and slid her hand down and cupped the guy's dick and said, The water is cold. Let's go over to the hot tub. They walked over to the hot tub and the guy took and into his arms and kissed her deeply, and stood silently with her arms at her sides as the guy untied her bikini top and exposed her still hard nipples. He ran his hands over her tits and down her torso stopping only to hook his thumbs under the sides of her bikini bottom. In one smooth move he slid that garment down her legs and let it drop to the floor, and stepped out of her bikini panty and kicked it aside. She was now naked in a public place in front of a guy she had just met, and whose name if he had mentioned it she did not remember, and said that she was in almost a trance-like state with her mind and emotions swirling. The sound of more people coming into the pool area broke her spell and she recalls looking over to see how many more people would likely see her in all her nude splendor, and recalls glancing at the clock on the wall and noticing that it was a quarter to nine. You could see and shudder as she thought. Oh my god, I am going to be naked here in public until nearly midnight. The guy she was with got her attention with some gentle pressure on her shoulders and then slowly sank to her knees. 
The guy ran his hands through her brown tresses and then held her head firmly as he aimed her mouth directly at his now hardening cock and reached up and pulled his swim trunks down and looked up at the first cock that would be inside of her tonight and started by licking the head and underside of his cock before sucking it into her mouth. Even on the video from the hotel, spy, cameras you could make out some slurping sounds as she worked on the guy with her mouth and was just getting a good rhythm going with her head bobbing up and down on the cock in her mouth when the guy again put his hands on the side of her head. Time to take it all, honey, he said as he pushed the whole length of his cock into Anne's mouth and into the beginning of her throat. Later and told me that even though she expected him to do that she was caught a little off guard and gagged and sputtered until she got used to the fullness in her throat. From her previous adventures and knew that strangers would use her mouth and force their cocks into her throat when they were ready and not when she was ready as happened when we made love. After a few more minutes of sucking the guy was clearly ready to fuck in. He helped her to her feet and went over and got one of the chair cushions that he put on the floor next to where and was standing. Lie down, he directed. We have to use a condom, and said. I have some in the pocket of my robe over by the pool. You could tell that and was expecting, or at least fervently hoping, that the guy would go and get her robe. The guy looked at her sternly and said, Look, baby, you are going to get fucked. If you wanted to be with a condom, then you are going to have to go and get them and looked over at the pool area and could see that there were now about five or six guys using the pool. Because her instructions were that once she was naked she was to stay that way for the next three hours she knew that she could not put her swimsuit back on. While and was trying to figure out what to do the guy had gotten down on the cushion and he started to pull her down on top of him, and pulled her hand away from his grip and said, We have to use a condom. Then you better go and get one, the guy said. And shoulders slumped as she slowly exhaled. She collected herself, and then took what she later described as the longest walk of her life. Even though she had been naked when she sucked and fucked and more in her previous sessions, and had even been exposed to a room service waiter, this was very different. She was now going to have to parade her nudity before five or six guys who she had never met before, let alone seen before, and slowly turned and started to walk towards the pool area. She emerged from behind the potted plants and light screens that separated the hot tub from the pool and had taken only a few steps when one of the guys in the pool saw her. Well, all right. He yelled and soon five more pairs of eyes were feasting on her body. It felt as though their eyes were burning me, and later said, and continued over to where she had left her robe, picked it up and walked back to the hot tub area. As she rounded the corner spontaneous applause broke out from the guys at the pool. Sounds like you have some admirers, the guy who was waiting for her said. As she knelt down to join him on the cushion on the floor, and said that she suddenly realized how wet she was. She said that her pussy was so wet that she had even leaked a little onto the tops of her inner thighs. Apparently her exposure and concomitant humiliation had triggered a positive response in her nether regions. The guy was lying on his back on the cushion, and she handed him a condom, and he put it on. He helped her climb on top of him, and took his cock in her hand, lined it up with her pussy and slowly sank down. She was amazed at how easily he slid in but was not surprised because she knew how wet she had become. They fucked slowly at first and then bit her lips several times because she did not want to be vocal and attract even more attention from the guys at the pool. 
She was successful for a while but as the fucking increased in intensity the first moan escaped her lips. As she continued to ride the guy's cock she got closer and closer to what she knew would not be a silent orgasm and then grew more and more vocal. Like many women, and usually keeps her eyes closed when she has sex and tonight was no exception. At one point she opened her eyes and was startled to see that she now had an audience. The guys from the pool had heard them fucking and came over to get a better look. Again I could feel their eyes burning through me. And said. This time, however, her embarrassment lasted only for a few moments because she was rapidly getting close to a mind-blowing orgasm. And said that it was like someone had flipped a switch in her brain because she went from being embarrassed one second to feeling like a porn star the next. I thought to myself and said, You want to see fucking? I'll show you fucking. She started to really pound the cock she was riding and screamed when she came for the first time, collapsing onto the guy's chest. The guy, however, had not made it and after a few seconds said to Anne, Get on your hands and knees, I want you doggy style. And arranged herself on the cushion and the guy got behind her. He said, Put it in. And she reached through her legs and guided him home. When he was into the hilt the guy said, Now show me how hard you can fuck and started to push herself back and forth on the guy's cock, and had not fully come down from her orgasmic high, and it did not take long before she was approaching her second climax. She shuddered as she came but did not stop fucking herself back on the guy. She came a third time before the guy grabbed her by the hips, gave her about six good thrusts, and came deep inside her pussy. They sort of fell onto their sides together with the guy still inside of her. A minute or two later and opened her eyes and saw that the audience had dwindled to only two. Apparently the other guys had thought that Anne and her companion were exhibitionists, and not that she was there to take on all comers for the next three hours. The guy and had just fucked got up and put his swim trunks back on. He went over to where and was still laying on the cushion, knelt down and gave her a deep kiss. You were great, babe, he said. I hope I run into you again someday. This was all the two guys watching needed to hear and they soon were kneeling on the cushion on each side of N. They were still somewhat reserved and one of them asked N. Are you interested in some more fun? I don't have a choice. And replied. What do you mean you do not have a choice? And then gave them the story about how she had lost a bet and that her forfeit for not being able to pay was to stay at the pool and fuck anyone who wanted to have her for three hours. She looked over at the clock and said, And I still have almost two hours to go. The two guys were on her in a flash and then had hands on her tits, fingers twisting her nipples and other fingers invading the two openings of her crotch. She was starting to get quickly turned on again because she had still had not had that much experience with multiple partners and having more than one pair of hands and more than one mouth working on her soon had her writhing and moaning. The guys got in up on her knees, stripped off their swim trunks, and presented her with their cocks. She licked and sucked one and then the other, going back and forth between them. Because the guys were already turned on from having watched and fucked the first guy they were soon close to coming. The guy whose cock she had in her mouth said, Here it comes, and thrust deep into Anne's mouth and fired off five or six shots of cum and struggled to keep up but was able to swallow his load. The first guy had no sooner finished when the second guy pulled Anne's mouth onto his cock and fed her another load. She swallowed his load as well. 
after the two guys left and was alone so she slipped into the hot tub to relax. She must have fallen asleep because she said she was startled by the sound of a guy getting into the other side of the hot tub. Hope you don't mind if I join you, he said. The more the merrier, and replied. After a few minutes the guy's eyes adjusted to the light, and he could finally see through the steam rising from the surface of the water that, and was naked. They made small talk for a few more minutes, and the guy periodically would adjust the jets and other controls on the tub, each time moving closer to him. When he saw that she was receptive he moved closer and sat next to her. He put one of his hands on her left thigh and slowly slid it up towards her pussy. When he got there he realized that Anne's pussy was shaved and he said, I love women who shave themselves bare. He continued to rub his hand around Anne's pussy and she started to respond to him. They kissed a few times and then he said, I just have taste you. He positioned and on the ledge of the tub and he remained in the tub. He put Anne's feet on his shoulders and went to work. He nibbled on her clit and stuck his tongue inside of her as deep as it would go. Normally and takes a while to warm up from having her pussy eaten but not this time. She said she was not sure whether it was because she had just shaved, because she was letting a stranger do it, because they were in a public place or all three. It only took the guy about five minutes before and was clenching her fists and pounding them on the deck next to her. Only seconds later she erupted in a blistering orgasm and a minute later had another, harder climax. The guy let and rest for a minute and when she opened her eyes said, That is my favorite thing to do to a pretty woman. And smiled and said, And what is your second favorite thing? To fuck them in the ass. The guy replied. And took the guy by the hand and led him over to the cushion that the first guy had put on the floor. She got a condom and the lube out of the pocket of her robe and laid them next to the cushion. And then got down on the cushion on her hands and knees and lowered her shoulders and waited. She did not have to wait long. The guy lubed up her ass and then worked one, two and finally three fingers into her. He spent time getting her comfortable and ready and and said that he was so gentle that he was almost like a lover. When she was ready the guy slipped on a condom and lined his cock up with her ass. In one hard... Arrogant thrust he was buried balls deep in her ass, and yelped a little as she realized that gentle was apparently over. The guy fucked her ass mercilessly pounding her so hard that she had to strain to hold her ass up position. He had good stamina so Anne's ass took a real beating. The good news for Anne was that he also started to finger her clit, and she began to feel the warmth of an approaching orgasm spreading through her pussy and ass. Finally, Anne reached the breaking point and cried out. I'm coming. So am I. The guy responded and gave one huge thrust pushing and down onto the cushion as he came deep in her ass. He was gone a few minutes later and then was again left alone. She got back into the hot tub to soothe her freshly fucked ass and just soaked. No one else came to the pool for the next twenty minutes and when the next looked up at the clock she realized that the three hours were up. She got out of the hot tub retrieved her bikini and put it on along with her robe. She walked out to find her CFM heels and when she had them on walked down to hall to the elevator and went up to her room. She took a hot shower and climbed into bed and went to sleep thinking her adventure was over but that would not be the case. It was the next morning when Anne was packing her things and getting ready to check out when there was a knock on the door to her room. As she was not expecting anyone she asked who was there and heard, Hotel Security 
in response. She looked out through the peephole in the door and saw a guy standing there in a blue blazer with the hotel logo on the pocket. And opened the door and the guy introduced himself as Jack Williams, head of hotel security. He asked if he could come in as he had something to discuss with her. Since he looked official and presented himself well and said, Okay, and opened the door fully to let him into her room. Jack explained that the hotel had a sophisticated system of monitoring cameras throughout the facility that were used to keep an eye on things to ensure guest safety including several in the pool and hot tub area. He said, You put on quite a show last night. And blushed knowing that not only had the people at the pool watched her performances last night but so had this guy and who knows who else. Jack reached into the pocket of his jacket and pulled out a videotape and laid it on the desk. I thought you might want a copy of your trysts last night. Oh, and don't worry, I kept a copy as well, Jack said to Anne. He let this sink in for a while and then said, I damn near came in my pants last night watching you get fucked in the ass. My wife is not into that kind of stuff so it has been a long time since I got a chance to tap some prime ass. So, here is the deal. You let me fuck your ass now and every time you stay at this hotel in the future and the videotape copy I have will stay in a safe place. Look at it this way. Jack continued. You said last night that you did not have a choice because you were paying off a bet so let's say that you do not have a choice now either. Or should I just send a copy of the tape to and he named her company? If you saw what happened last night then you know my ass is too sore to take you that way right now. And whined. Sore or not you know my terms? Jack replied. Please, no, and begged. Jack got up off of the bed and said, I gotta get going because the mail pickup is in about a half an hour. He was halfway to the door when and cried. Okay, you bastard, you can fuck me in the ass. Jack returned to the center of the room smiling and said, Get the lube and get yourself ready. And slowly padded over to the nightstand and pick up up the tube of lube and a condom. She took off her nightshirt and stood naked in front of Jack before getting on the bed, and squeezed out a dollop of lube and slowly started to work it into her ass. First one finger, and then a second. She tried for a third but could not bring herself to stretch her poor abused ass that much. Jack watched her intently and then started to get undressed. He stripped off his blazer, shirt and tie and then his shoes and socks. He stood close to the bed where Anne was preparing herself and took off his pants and underwear in one fell swoop, and looked between his legs and said, Oh my God. She later told me that Jack was not that long, only about six or seven inches but he was as thick as her wrist and he was not even fully hard. I can't take something that wide in my ass, it will tear me up, and said. Jack just smiled and said, You really have no choice little lady now do you? and knew he was right and resigned herself to her fate. Jack pulled her off of the bed and got her down on her knees in front of him. Try as she might and could only get a few inches of his fat cock into her mouth and getting it into her throat was not going to happen. Jack let her lick and suck for a few minutes until he was rock hard and then led her back to the bed. Jack said, I know you are going to have a hard time taking my cock in your ass and I cannot have you yelling and carrying on so I am going to gag you because we cannot have a call go into hotel security now can we? And said she was almost in a trance as she heard his words but just could not respond. She watched Jack walk over to her bag and pull out a pair of her panties and one of her nylon stockings. 
She did nothing to resist as he forced the panties into her mouth and then tied them in place with the stocking, and now knew that her fate was sealed. Jack then led her over to one of the plush chairs in her room and positioned her in front of it and told her to bend over, and did as he said and he told her she may want to hang on to the arms of the chair. She did as he suggested and gripped the arms of the chair tightly in her hands. Jack then played with her ass forcing first one, then two and finally three fingers into her ass, and grunted and groaned with each new invasion of her ass. He stopped playing with her ass and then knew the moment of truth was at hand. Jack arranged his thick cock directly in line with N's ass and pushed forward, and tried to move away but positioned as she was against the back of the chair she had nowhere to go. Jack pushed forward and as and felt his cock slip through the ring of her sphincter she screamed in pain into her gag as she had never had anything so wide in her ass before. Get used to it baby, Jack said as he pushed another inch of his cock into her ass, and said that she literally saw stars as Jack pushed the rest of his thick cock into her resisting ass. With Jack's balls resting against her and thought the worst was over but when Jack started to pull back she knew that was not the case and said that she felt every excruciating inch as Jack sawed his thick cock into and out of her, and whimpered into her gag as the invasion of her ass that she was powerless to stop continued. Jack fucked N's ass for a few minutes and then when he felt her loosening up a bit reached around in front of her and started to finger her clit, and said that she responded almost immediately and started to fuck herself back on Jack's cock. A minute or two later and exploded on Jack's cock and had a powerful orgasm that caused Jack to go over the edge and have his own climax. Jack lay over the top of him for a few minutes and then slowly withdrew his softening cock from her ass and told me about the popping sound Jack made when he withdrew from her ass and how her ass felt wide open for a few minutes after he pulled out and let Jack turn her around and kiss her deeply. He reminded her that this was not a one-time thing and she murmured her response. Jack got dressed and as he was leaving reminded and that if she did not want the tape of her activities disseminated that she would let him know whenever she was going to stay at the same hotel again so he could fuck her ass again. I thought about putting a stop to Jack fucking and in the ass whenever she visited his hotel but decided that I could incorporate those sessions into her adventures and never did anything to stop it from happening. I must admit that I continued to be surprised at how much and how quickly and had changed. It was as though the floodgates had opened and once she started fucking other guys she had no problem with getting kinky and kinkier. After her fourth adventure she even started to kid me about when I would come up with something that would actually be a challenge for her to do. I assured her that would not be a problem but that is a story for another day. Chapter 05 This is the story of how my wife and, who used to be sexually adventurous, became more and more conservative, and how I set out to change things back to and beyond where they were. As I described in the first chapter, over the years and had become more plain vanilla as far as sex went. The adventurous woman I loved so much had seemingly left the building along with Elvis I told, and that she needed to be taught how to once again be a whore in the bedroom. The words, Whore in the bedroom were hers as shortly after we were married she told me that she always thought the ideal wife was a lady outside of the bedroom, but a whore in the bedroom, because and had over the years pulled back the sexual boundaries we once had I told her that these lessons would be at the hands of other men. 
I knew that if we tried to become more adventurous and then objected to something that I was doing to her that I would slow down or stop because I loved her while a stranger would likely not stop and say something like, Come on, baby, you can do it! And would not be as free with a stranger to impose her boundaries and would be taken beyond those limits. Because and went out of town for three or four days at a time in her job about every six weeks we decided that her lessons would be during these trips so as to maintain discretion and anonymity. I would pack her a kit of the items to be used for each lesson along with a video camera and an instruction letter she was to give the man or men she selected. So as not to interfere with her job and would extend her trip for an additional night at our expense and tell her company that an old college friend, relative, etc. lived in the town she was visiting. The additional night would be lesson night dot on each of her first two trips and engaged in activities with other men that we had done together earlier in our marriage such as having her pussy lightly flogged to orgasm, filling her ass and pussy with ice, and then getting fucked after it melted, anal sex, having her ass and pussy stuffed with inflatable toys that were then inflated beyond her previous maximums, being fucked with a porn star-sized vibrator and playing old fucking and sucking and was also exposed to a room service waiter by one of the men and forced to endure being groped and fingered by him to orgasm. She also swallowed more cum than she had in a long time with me. On her third trip, she was the center of a six-guy gang bang with me as one of the six. We originally planned on only three guys, one of them me, but events got out of hand and then really made up for lost time as this was her first experience with more than one man. On her fourth trip and had public sex for the first time. And then I had talked a lot about what happened on her first four trips and watched the videos numerous times. It was a terrific turn-on for both of us, but we realized that we had been risky in what we had her do with strangers especially on the first two excursions and lucky that none of them had harmed her. And admitted that she was scared at times during each of the first two encounters as well as on her third and fourth but less so. She said that the fear in her stomach had actually turned her on more than she would have normally been. She also said that she now realized that it was best to have strangers with whom she had no prior relationship do her training because she understood how easy it was for her to say, stop, or slow down, to me. As an experienced in her first four sessions, strangers did not listen nearly as well to stop, or slow down. We also talked a lot about what happened on her third trip even though I was there and said that she enjoyed being the center of attention with a group of guys working her pussy, ass and mouth over. She did not enjoy drinking down a glass with six loads of cum in it or having binder clips put on her nipples to motivate her to do so. We talked a lot about how she felt emotionally and then said that at first she was very hesitant about picking up a stranger for sex but that she got over her hesitation because I was helping to arrange things and she had my approval. She also quickly saw that I was right that a stranger would better push her limits, and that she had learned the difference between making love and fucking. Finally, she admitted that it was a turn-on to be able to pick up good-looking men because as she grew older she thought that she was not as attractive or sexy as she was when she was younger. Her experiences had definitely transformed and into a better lover and our sex became hotter as I did not have to hold back as I sometimes did in the past and even agreed to swap and we have since traded partners with a few couples we met at a local club. No orgy, just she with the husband and me with the wife. Sometimes in separate rooms and sometimes in the same room, 
because of these experiences and was definitely returning to and going well beyond the sexually adventurous woman she had been earlier in our marriage. Her experiences had transformed her quickly into the slut wife I always wanted her to be, and told me that she was like a moth drawn to a flame when it came to the anticipation of her next adventure. She knew that she would do new things and have her boundaries pushed. She also knew that she would not like all of those things but somehow that added to how much she would get turned on, and said that there was something about the planning and preparation of her previous sessions that turned her on something fierce. She said she knew that by adding a day onto her trip that she was setting aside time for sex and would get a tingle in her pussy when she arranged for the extra night in the hotel. She said that the tingling would continue when she put the toy kit I had prepared into her luggage along with her hose, short skirt, CFM heels and other, hunting, clothes. And said her pussy would also tingle when she put the letter I had prepared for her into her purse. Apparently anticipation and trepidation were a big part of the appeal of her sessions to him, and said that she liked it better when she was not permitted to read the letter or look in the toy kit until her session actually started. She said that not knowing what was in the letter left her almost constantly wondering and fantasizing about what was going to be done to her. She admitted that she had even fingered herself to an orgasm a few times before her last trip after her pussy grew wet from her pondering the mystery of what would be done to her in the near future by a man or men she had never met before. The other change in and was that she started to push me to up the ante as it were. When we first started with her training sessions I had to almost coerce her into participating. As time went on she became more and more a willing participant. Now that once reserved woman was sitting across from me at the dinner table and saying, I hope you are finally able to come up with something tough for me to do on my next trip. She then smiled demurely. Be careful what you wish for, I said and returned the smile. Wow, in a little less than a year a woman who had been all about limits in the bedroom was now challenging me to test her sexually. And had a trip coming up in three weeks and I set about coming up with her challenge. Those of you who have read chapters 1 and 2 will recall that much of what the strangers did to and in those sessions was based on things we used to do earlier in our marriage. I decided to return to that pattern for Anne's fifth session. Earlier in our marriage we had experimented with spanking and the use of belts and a riding crop on Anne's lush ass. But let me describe that ass and the rest of him before I get further into the story. And is 5 feet 2 inches tall and weighs 115 pounds. She has brown eyes and medium-length brown hair that at times looks reddish in certain light. Her skin is very pale and she has a lot of reddish freckles on her tits and shoulders. Her breasts are a natural cup topped with light brown-slash-pinkish nipples which get about a half an inch long when she is aroused, and has a very, very thin waist which gives her a classic hourglass figure and an ass to die for. She does not have any tattoos or piercings but does keep her pussy shaved a nice new development from her training. We never had children so Anne's pussy is nice and tight and there are no stretch marks. Our experimenting with spanking sometimes focused on and giving me a blow job and I would periodically pull her mouth away and give her a few spanks to give her more motivation to do a better job. After feeling my hand coming down on her ass and would take my cock back into her mouth and suck like a woman possessed. Her head would bob up and down frenetically and her cheeks would be indented from the sucking she was doing. Sometimes I used a ping-pong paddle instead of my hand out I would have liked to do the same pattern, sucking, spanks for motivation, 
repeat for a longer time but and did not like getting her ass spanked more than ten or twelve times so I never pushed her too far for fear that my blowjob would not get finished. I decided that a stranger would get to push her limits in this regard on her next trip. Admittedly I never understood and as far as spanking was concerned. She did not seem to enjoy the actual spanking that much but she willingly bought instruments that she knew would be used to spank and otherwise abuse her ass. I once told her to buy a ping pong paddle to use on her ass and when I got home the next day there was a ping pong paddle laying on my side of the bed. On another occasion I told her to go to the local sex toy shop and buy a whip. The next day she came home with a short black leather flogger. The most erotic part of that was that she told me that as she was walking to her car after leaving the store a guy came up to her and said, I saw what you bought and would like to talk with you, and told me that she did not reply and kept walking. She got in her car and drove home. I wonder to this day whether the guy wanted to have and use the flogger on him, or whether he wanted to use it on her. Once we were shopping at a store that sold pottery, linens and other house type stuff. They had a small area of leather accessories and I was surprised that they had a bin full of riding crops. I took one out and playfully slapped it against Anne's ass. She got a little embarrassed when she realized that there were two guys behind her at the end of the aisle and that they had heard if not seen what had just happened. I decided to buy the riding crop and got in line at the cashier and stood beside me and we slowly moved up to the register. The clerk gave an a sort of knowing glance when she rang up our purchase as the crop was the only thing we bought. The riding crop never really worked out as and thought it was too intense, and it got lost somewhere over the years. For adventure number five I decided that, and would get her ass worked over and spanked and more to a crimson red dot I thought that and might figure out what I had in mind for her because one of the videos I had flagged for her to look at before her trip was a five-minute clip entitled Sucking You gotta love the originality of porn movie makers. In it the woman or girl, you never see her face, is positioned on a bed on her stomach with two pillows bunched under her with her skirt flipped up and her panties pulled down. The guy kneels in front of her, and she starts to suck him off. As she does he takes his belt and uses it on her ass until he comes and she swallows his load, and said she did not make the connection until she found herself in a similar position with a guy using his belt on her ass while she struggled to suck him off. She then realized what her fifth adventure would be about. The letter I gave and read as follows. If and has given you this letter then things have progressed pretty far and she wants you to use her and fuck her. And is my wife and she has agreed that she needs to be trained to be more of a whore in the bedroom. She is yours for the night provided that you allow her to video your session and use a condom when you are in her pussy or ass. Other than that she is yours to do with as you see fit, but you must at least do the things listed in this letter to her. There is a toy kit in Anne's luggage. In the kit is a tube of sex lube, condoms, a ping pong paddle, a ball gag, handcuffs and assorted lengths of rope. When Anne and I played around with corporal punishment of her as she did not need to be restrained but as I want you to push her limits further than she let me the restraints are there if you need them. Because I love and I was reluctant to push her limits and would usually back off when she wanted to stop or slow down. You, on the other hand, have no emotional attachment to and and hopefully all she is to you is an attractive woman with whom you are going to engage in hot kinky sex. During the course of the night and may object to certain things you are doing, and she will carry on and try to talk you out of it, but do not take. No. For an answer. 
and understands that she cannot say no, except for violations of the video and condom rules or to any activity that would permanently hurt or mark her. Also no scat or water sports, and used to be very hot in bed but over the years our sex had gotten stale and we decided on sessions like these to spice things up, and has had four sessions like this one with various strangers. Those sessions have gotten her back to and beyond the sexually adventurous woman she was earlier in our marriage and I hope her session with you will continue to guide her down that path. Okay, now for the things you are to do to and 1. Position and on the bed on her stomach and put some pillows under her to raise her ass. Make it so her naked ass is as perfect a target as possible. Take your belt and get on the bed in front of her. Put your cock in her mouth and tell her she is to suck it until you come and she swallows your cum start to spank her ass with the belt and continue until she has finished with you. 2. For the rest of the night use spankings as a way to motivate and to do whatever she is doing better. For example, if she is fucking you stop periodically and give her a couple of hard spanks on the ass with your hand, belt, paddle, or whatever and tell her she can do better. Stop a few times during each activity and blister her ass even if she is doing a great job at pleasuring you. I want her to be pushed further than she has been pushed before. Otherwise you can fuck and in any of her holes provided you use a condom when in her ass or pussy. However, the focus is on punishing Anne's ass while you are doing other things to her and with her. Remember, Anne has selected you and she is your fuck toy for this evening and tomorrow morning. You are not making love to her. You are using her and fucking her. Unlike her previous four trips, this trip was going to be to a medium-sized college town as opposed to a major city. I figured that there are guys everywhere looking for an easy fuck and that, and would not have any difficulty as finding a guy to administer her fifth lesson. We decided that unlike on her previous trips where and stayed on in the same hotel and reimbursed her employer for the extra night of her stay that, and should check out of her hotel to close the books on her business expense when she would have normally and then either immediately check back in or use a different hotel for her lesson night. We got worried about her using the I stayed over to see some friends, etc. Lying too many times at work. When we talked on her second night out of town, and told me that she had decided to change hotels because she found a bar in another hotel that seemed to always attract a crowd in the evenings, and finished her business meetings about midday on Friday and got settled in her new room. She took a shower and otherwise freshened up and did her makeup to perfection. She next looked in her bag for the hunting clothes I had packed for her and saw that I had included a pair of black fishnet thigh-high hose instead of the usual garter belt and hose. I had opted for the thigh-high hose because I wanted her as totally open to the punishment it would be receiving. She also noticed that I had packed one of her shortest and tightest skirts. It was best described in terms of inches below the bottom of her but there were not many and it fit her like a second skin showing off every inch and curve of her succulent ass. I did not let and pack any panties but the skirt was so tight that she would not have been able to wear them anyway because the panty lines would clearly show. The top I selected was rather filmy and in the right light you would be able to see Anne's breasts and nipples as she would not be wearing a bra and got dressed in her top and skirt and then slipped on her four-inch CFM heels. She later told me that when she stood up after putting on her heels it felt as though her but was even more prominent in her tight short skirt. A final shot of perfume and she left her room and headed for the hotel lounge. She found a seat at one end of the bar and ordered a drink, and positioned herself so that she was mostly facing into the lounge area of the bar 
and essentially pointed her knees straight out towards the main seating area. When she sat down her short skirt rode up on her hips a few inches and you could actually see the tops of her thigh-high fishnet hose and a bit of naked thigh above that, and sipped her drink and surveyed the room looking for a candidate to pick up for her fifth lesson, and crossed and uncrossed her legs periodically each time lingering and leaving them open for a few moments so that her lack of panties would be evident, and had just reached back to pick up her drink from the bar when she heard a voice from behind her saying, I just have to meet the sexiest woman I have seen in a long time. She was startled by the very direct approach and turned towards the voice and saw that it came from a guy who was at best in his early twenties, and said that she gulped when she realized that a guy less than half her age was looking to pick her up. The guy, his name was Kevin, turned out to be about six feet two inches and around 195 pounds. He was as and described him. A hunk. He had dirty blonde hair and piercing blue eyes. He played lacrosse for the local college which explained his sculpted physique, and said that she could feel her pussy getting wetter and wetter as she realized that Kevin was looking to spend the night with her, and then Kevin chatted for a bit and then unabashedly flirted with him. After a second round of drinks, and decided that she would see if Kevin was game to be the trainer for her fifth session. She told him the whole history of how we had started down this road and summarized what had happened to her during her first four sessions, and said that her tail was obviously getting Kevin's attention as she caught him several times trying to surreptitiously adjust the hardening cock in his trousers. Let me do that, and said as she reached out and discreetly cupped Kevin's cock in her hand and felt it through his trousers, and said, From what I am feeling it looks like at least part of you is interested so let me show you the letter from my husband. She reached in her purse and gave Kevin the letter. Kevin read the letter and said, Are you kidding me? Some of my fraternity brothers must have set this up to yank my chain. No, and replied, I am completely serious. I need to know if you are willing to do what the letter says. Do you know what the letter says? Kevin asked. No, my husband and I decided after the first session that I would not know what would happen to me beforehand and dreaming about what will be done to me keeps me hot for a week before my trip. And said, Okay, then let's get out of here. Kevin said, You understand the rules about letting me videotape the session and using a condom, right? And asked, Sure, no problem. Kevin replied. He continued, My whole frat has a rule about using condoms because a few years ago a guy who had graduated about ten years earlier died of AIDS and since then the national office has pushed safe sex on all of its chapters. They show us a movie every year featuring interviews with people dying of AIDS and it usually scares the shit out of everyone. Just then the bartender came by and asked if and then Kevin wanted another round and Kevin asked for the check. The bartender put the check on the bar and Kevin started to reach for his wallet when and said, No worries, I will just put it on my room. I remember being in college and not having a lot of money. Kevin just smiled and said, Thanks. I got a terrific kick out of the whole episode because here was my wife picking up a guy who would soon be blistering her ass with his hands, belt and paddle and later fucking her, and she was buying his drinks to boot. And then Kevin got up and walked out of the bar together, the attractive mature milf and the twenty-something hunk. They walked out of the bar and made their way to N's room, and said she remembers hearing the door click shut because she knew that sound meant that she could no longer say, no, except to violations of the video and condom policy or to anything that would permanently hurt or mark her, 
and set up the video camera and said, Okay, what's it going to be? Kevin came over, took her in his arms and kissed her and said, Let it be a surprise. They kissed deeply for a while and Kevin got Anne's top off and he sucked first one and then the other of her nipples into his mouth and started to moan and she was clearly turned on at the thought of this young hunk fucking her and more. Her skirt came next and then stood naked before a guy less than half her age except for her black fishnet hose and CFM heels. Kevin took and by the hand and led her over to the bed. He moved two pillows down to the center of the bed and positioned and over them on her stomach so that her lovely ass was elevated. He rubbed her ass a bit and then reached under her and played with her clit until he had her close to an orgasm. He stopped just short of making her come and went over to where his trousers lay and took out his belt and said that she immediately knew that she was going to be the girl in the sucking clip she had watched. Kevin finished undressing and got on the bed in front of Anne and said, I am going to use my belt on your ass until you make me come with your mouth and swallow it down. He held his cock up for a second and then took it into her mouth and went to work and later told me that as soon as she realized that Kevin was using her as the suck whore in the sucking video she tried to suck his cock as hard and as fast as she could to spare her ass as much punishment as possible. Despite her best efforts, it took a little over four minutes for Kevin to shoot his load and you could hear and yelp and grunt around Kevin's cock each time his belt struck her upturned ass, and easily took over fifty stripes on her ass before she made Kevin shoot down her throat once and moved one of her hands down to rub or protect her ass and Kevin grabbed her wrist and said, Keep your hands away or I will handcuff you. When she moved her hand away Kevin gave her an extra hard slap with his belt and let Kevin soften in her mouth and then suck the last few drops of his cum as he withdrew. They were lying in bed when Kevin's cell phone rang. He got out of bed and retrieved his cell phone from his pants. On the video we could hear only one side of his conversation. Yo, Kevin here. What cha doin'? You aren't going to believe this, but I am at the hotel with this incredible milf. She already sucked me off, and I have a letter from her husband saying he wanted me to paddle her ass for the rest of the night. Jeez, Guinevere, I hadn't thought of that. So it's you and George and his girlfriend, Angie? Okay, I will see you in a while. Kevin turned to Anne and said, Get dressed. We are going over to my frat house and protested both about going somewhere besides her room and getting other people involved, but Kevin picked up the letter and said, I don't see anything in the letter that says you don't go where I want you to go, and do whatever I want you to with whomever I want you to you. She took the letter from his hand and scanned it quickly. When she was done she slumped her shoulders as she said, You're right. I have to go where you want me to go and do whatever you want me to do. She also rubbed her still-stinging ass with one hand and shuddered because she now knew from reading the letter that her ass was in for more punishment, and put her filmy top back on and her nipples protruded enticingly. She had not come during her spanking and was still turned on from the other attention Kevin had paid to her body. She stepped into her skirt and gently tugged it up over her hips and pulled the zipper up. The tightness of her skirt further pressed against her otherwise naked and now red and ass again, focusing her feelings on the part of her that would continue to be abused, and put the video camera into her purse and said, What about the toy kit? We have everything we should need at the house. Kevin opened the door and they walked into the hall and out of the hotel. Kevin led and over to his car and opened the passenger door for her. He got in the other side and they were off.
They had driven only a mile when and said, Shit, I forgot the condoms. You have some at the house, right? She asked. Actually, we don't as we had a couple of wild parties recently. I was supposed to pick some up on my way back tonight. Don't worry, there is a drugstore a few blocks from here. Kevin turned right and then left and pulled into the parking lot of a drugstore. It was one of the national chains and the lot was brightly lit. He parked the car and then assumed that he would leave her waiting in the car. Kevin got out of the car and walked around to Anne's side and opened the door, and stammered for a second and said, Can't you just go and get them? I'm not sure I'm dressed for this. Sure you are, Kevin said as he took Anne's hand and pulled her out of the car. Besides, I want everyone to see the attractive woman I am spending the night with, and said that she could feel her face flushing as her embarrassment mounted as they walked across the parking lot. She said that the bright lights of the parking lot felt as though they were going right through her filmy top and she knew that in the brightly lit store her top would do little to hide her nipples or the outline of her tits. It got even more humiliating once they were in the store. On the tile floor my heels made a sharp click with every step and without a brow my tits jiggled. The lights left no doubt that I was braless and my nipples were even harder than they were back at the hotel. And later told me. Kevin led in over to the condom display paused for a few moments, and then selected two thirty-six condom packages. He reached into his pocket, counted out some bills and gave the bills and the condoms to and saying, Here, buy these, and felt like running away as her humiliation mounted. She was going to have to walk to the cashier, wait in line holding two big boxes of condoms and nothing else, and then complete her purchase. Her almost see-through top, very short skirt, Fishnet hose and CFM heels made her look sexy as hell and left little doubt that she was going to get fucked. Having this young hunk standing next to her while she bought six dozen of condoms only made it only worse. Despite her humiliation and said that her pussy was soaked and she could feel her juices leaking down the insides of her thighs. She said that even her breathing had grown more rapid. Shopping done, Kevin got and back in the car and they were off again. Ina small voice and asked. How many people will be at your fraternity? Kevin knew and was worried about becoming the center of an all-hands-on-deck gang-bang, so he said. Well, it's Friday night and there's usually a party, so I would say forty or fifty. Oh my god! And replied. Kevin talked about how wild their parties were for a few minutes and then said, I'm just kidding you. The college is closed for the break between quarters and most of the guys have gone home. It is only me and two other guys and the girlfriend of one of the guys. And breathed a sigh of relief and said, I thought there were two girls because you mentioned Angie and Guinevere on the phone. Kevin smiled and said, Well, we call her Guinevere and assume she is a girl. He paused for a few seconds before continuing. Don't worry, you will meet Guinevere soon enough. In another minute they were at the house and Kevin led and inside. Introductions were made with Kevin introducing Stan and George, his two fraternity brothers, and Angie, George's girlfriend, to N. Stan went and got five bottles of beer and handed them out and Kevin set up the video camera. Kevin looked over at N and said, Why don't you tell everyone how you happen to be here? And started at the beginning of how her training sessions had been arranged and what she had done and had done to her during each. She even told them about what Kevin had done to her earlier in the evening. Finally, she said that Kevin had the letter that detailed what was to happen to her tonight, 
and the rules about condoms and permanent mucks. The letter basically says that we are to punish Anne's ass until she sucks and fucks us to our satisfaction. Kevin said, you could see and visibly tremble at his words. Well, let's get this show on the road, Stan said. He walked over to where Anne was standing and said to her, show us what we are going to be working with tonight. Anne's hands slowly moved up and she started to open her filmy top. When it parted in the front everyone could see her hard nipples and her breasts moving up and down on her chest with every breath. And pulled the top completely off and stood topless in front of four college students less than half her age. She said that she felt a mixture of embarrassment, lust and satisfaction knowing based on the bulges she saw forming in the guy's pants that she still had what it took. And next opened the button on the side of her skirt and pulled the zipper down. She wriggled as she pulled the skirt down over her hips and stepped out of it when it hit the floor. As she bent down to pick it up you could see that her ass was still red from the strapping Kevin had given her earlier. Time to meet Guinevere. Kevin said and Stan and George went over to the corner and pulled an old wooden spanking horse into the center of the room. You could tell it has been around for a while as the wood was worn in spots as were the various leather straps. Guinevere has been in the fraternity for over fifty years, Kevin said. She gets used when we initiate our pledges. He led and over to Guinevere and said, Let me show you how it works. Kevin showed and the various straps and how the person who was going to be paddled was positioned. He also showed her how they had modified it to fit a vibrator in a strategic place for when it was used on a girl. He explained that one of the sororities had started to borrow it for their initiations and had come up with the idea, and stood silently and listened to him and offered no resistance when he positioned her behind the horse and pushed her down over it. Hans quickly put the leather straps around Anne's ankles and above her knees. Two other straps went over her back and shoulders and two more secured her hands, and said that she had reached the moment that she both dreaded and looked forward to in her sessions. That is, the moment when she knew that she had no choice but to have her limits pushed further than they had been before, and silently bit her lower lip as she awaited her punishment to begin. Kevin reached under her butt and turned the vibrator on, and jumped a bit as she felt the vibrations hit her already engorged clit and then settled down, pushing herself against the vibrator as hard as she was able, and watched as Kevin walked over to a rack on the wall and took down the wooden paddle that was hanging there. As Kevin walked over to where and was restrained in a trembling voice, she said, Please remember what the letter said about not doing anything that would permanently hurt or mark me. Don't worry about that. We have done this before and know how hard we can hit. Your ass will stay red for a while and it will be uncomfortable for you to sit for a few days, but other than that you will be fine, Kevin replied. When we do this to the pledges, we usually give each a set number of strokes with the paddle. However, the letter says the punishment is to motivate you to suck and fuck better so here is how it will go. One of us will get behind you and give you three swipes with the paddle. Someone else will get in front of you and after the third swipe you will start to service them with your mouth. The person getting service will, if they are satisfied with your efforts, hold up their hand which will tell the person paddling you to stop. Otherwise your ass will continue to be paddled. When you have made all four of us come with your mouth, we will move on to the fucking part. You could see Anne's eyes open wide in surprise. For to service meant that she was going to have to make Angie come with her mouth as well. And later told me that she had assumed all along that Angie was going to just watch. 
as and had never licked or sucked another woman's pussy before this night was going to have another first. Stan got undressed and walked around the front of the horse and George picked up the paddle. Here we go, he said as he landed the first blow across both of Anne's but cheeks, and said that the first blow stunned her more than anything and that the pain did not immediately start to register. On the second and third blows and let out an ow. As each blow landed dot on cue, Stan took his hard dick in his hand and pushed it into Anne's mouth. It was no sooner and then a fourth blow landed and Anne's owl was muffled by the large cock pushing its way into her mouth. A fifth blow landed and then again voiced her muffled displeasure, and she realized that the only way to stop the punishment of her ass was to suck like she had never sucked before, and started to suck as hard as she could and you could see her cheeks indented from the effort. She also started to move her head up and down on the dick in her mouth as fast as she could. Because of the way that she was restrained and could not move her head enough to run the full length of Stan's cock in and out of her mouth, but she did what she could. Another blow landed on her ass and then tried to suck even harder. Stan raised his hand to stop the spanking and let and minister to his cock. And was doing her best to maintain her frenzied pace but it was tiring and whenever she slowed down for a respite Stan would drop his hand resulting in another blow to Anne's now reddening but Stan started to help and by pushing his cock in and out of her mouth. On one outstroke he pulled all the way out and then said, Push it all the way into my throat. Stan obliged and in one hard thrust had his balls resting against Anne's chin and later told me that she knew she could not keep up the pace for long enough to protect her but so she decided to get the guy she was sucking to deep throat her because he would do the work and she would get a break. Her strategy worked on two levels as Stan took over the work of moving his cock into and out of her mouth and got so aroused by being deep-throated that he blew his load shortly thereafter. Stan pulled out of Anne's mouth and she gasped for air and hoped that she would get a few moments to rest. Her rest was short-lived as Angie stripped off her jeans and top and had one of the guys bring an ottoman and put it in front of the horse. Angie climbed on the ottoman and presented her pussy to Anne, virtually shoving it under Anne's face, and could see the cunt in front of her glistening with the juices Angie was secreting and said that she could also smell Angie's arousal. Stan, meanwhile, had picked up the paddle and administered the first three blows, and grunted loudly with each, Angie said, I will help you out because your hands are tied. And she opened herself up with her fingers. Angie was about five feet six inches and very slender with almost a boyish figure except for her medium-sized breasts that protruded enticingly from her chest. Angie had green eyes and although her hair was blonde it looked from the darker roots that it was chemically engineered. Angie was shaved and had a small tattoo of a rose just above her pussy and was still taking all of this in when Stan let her have two more blows with the paddle, and squealed with each of the blows and quickly got her focus back to the matters at hand, and had never eaten a pussy so she was not sure of exactly what to do but decided that she would do the things that the men who had eaten her pussy had done to her, and hoped they also worked on Angie, and started to lick Angie's pussy up and down, and when she found her clit pushed her tongue against it. Angie started to respond but she had not yet raised her hands so the blows continued to rain down on Anne's ass. And yelped or squealed with each blow, and you could hear her clearly because unlike when she had a cock in her mouth there was nothing to muffle the sound as she licked Angie's cunt. And then pressed her lips to Angie's cunt and started to suck the folds of her labia into her mouth. 
Angie must have liked that because she soon raised her hand giving in a respite from the blows that Stan was delivering to her ass. Angie started to rotate her hips and in the process rubbed her cunt over much of Anne's face. When Anne pulled away for a second you could see Angie's pussy juice on Anne's cheeks, lips and chin. Suck my clit! Angie directed and then found the little nub and sucked it into her mouth. And would suck Angie's clit into her mouth and then keeping the pressure on she would move her head back letting it slip out of her mouth. Stick your tongue inside of me, was Angie's next directive. Deeper, Angie said and you could see Anne's lips plastered up against Angie's cunt as and tried to force as much of her tongue into Angie's slick tunnel as she could. You can get deeper than that, Angie said and dropped her hand. Stan immediately gave in two blows with the paddle and although and jumped on each she kept her lips firmly planted against Angie's cunt and continued to try to force her tongue further in. Come on, deeper, Angie said, and she kept her hand down. And sucked even harder, and you could see her lips start to disappear into Angie's cunt, and her tongue must have gotten in further as well. Nevertheless, another two blows had descended on Anne's ass. Angie seemed satisfied with Anne's efforts, and raised her hand again, stopping the paddling. Angie let and suck on her cunt for a few more minutes. Lick my ass. Angie said, and did not move and Angie said more firmly, I want you to lick my ass. I knew that this would be tough for and because she had never licked anyone's asshole before and was now being ordered to do so by a girl less than half her age who she had only met less than an hour ago, Angie dropped her hand and Stan started to paddle Anne's ass again. After the third blow and was panting in pain and said, Okay, please stop, I'll do it. Just give me some time. Angie kept her hand down as and slowly slid her tongue down from Angie's pussy and made contact with her asshole, and licked Angie's ass a few more times and then stopped for a second and plaintively said, Please, my ass is on fire. Angie raised her hand and said, Put your tongue into my ass, and hesitated for a second, and Angie lowered her hand resulting in another blow across Anne's but cheeks. Put your tongue in my ass or I will never raise my hand, Angie said and knew that she had no choice and put her lips close to Angie's asshole and slowly forced her tongue inside, and had no sooner slipped her tongue into Angie's ass when Angie said, Suck my ass, and slowly pressed her lips around Angie's asshole, and when they were firmly seated started to suck. Her sucking forced more of her tongue into Angie's ass and Angie exclaimed, That's it, you fucking bitch, suck my ass. Get that tongue way up in there and later told me she felt totally mortified and humiliated but knew that she had no choice so she just kept putting suction on Angie's ass and forcing her tongue as deep inside as it would go. Angie started to buck her hips and said, That's it you bitch, keep pushing that tongue inside of my ass. A few more gyrations and Angie came hard with Anne's tongue in her ass. Angie slowly got up off of Anne's face and it was only seconds before George was forcing his cock down Anne's throat. It took Angie a few seconds to get hold of herself and to get her hands on the paddle. Angie made up for lost time as she quickly delivered three sharp blows to Anne's upturned ass and shrieked around the dick that was in her mouth but somehow kept on sucking. Angie delivered two more blows and then George raised his hand and let and suck his cock and was clearly out of her mind with pain and lust as she had not yet come and after the last few blows the heat in her ass had finally started to make its way to her pussy and continued to inhale George's dick down her throat and managed to position herself so that her clit was now directly on top of the vibrator. 
and slid her clit up and down on the vibrator and somehow managed to keep working on the dick that was making its way down her throat. After a few more strokes and exploded into an orgasm and actually convulsed as she came. George had not yet come in and kept sucking his dick deep into her throat and kept her face against his crotch so that his entire dick was in her mouth and throat. George had not previously experienced the joys of having his cock deep-throated. He moaned as he pumped his cock vigorously into Anne's mouth and deep into her throat. Another thrust into the hilt, and George finally reached his limit and exploded. His seven-plus-inch cock shot its load directly down Anne's throat and into her stomach. I did not notice it the first time I watched the video, but later saw that Angie appeared to be getting jealous as and sucked her boyfriend's cock. I noticed that Angie's mouth was in sort of a smirk or a sneer and you could see that as her boyfriend's blowjob progressed the blows Angie delivered to Anne's ass got harder and harder. Even though George had come he was still moaning as though his orgasm had aftershocks or something. You could see that and kept sucking him even though his dick was getting soft. His dick finally softened some more and he pulled out of Anne's mouth. That was fucking fantastic. No one has ever taken me down their throat before. George ran one of his hands through Anne's hair and said, You were great, honey. I can't remember when I ever came that hard. This really set Angie off, and she yelled at George. Fucking fantastic, huh? Maybe you should look this slut up the next time you want a blowjob. George tried to reason with his girlfriend, but she was having none of it. Maybe I should use this paddle on your ass. Angie said as she swung and landed a good one on George's naked butt. George grabbed his girlfriend and wrestled the paddle away from her. He held her for a few seconds and when he released her she pounded her fists on his chest. He grabbed her again and Angie struggled some more. It was easy to see that she was pissed and wanted to take it out on George. Angie finally tired and stopped struggling and when George sensed that she had calmed down he let her go. When it looked like things had settled down Kevin got in front of Anne. Stan got the paddle and got ready to start paddling in again. Just as Stan was about to deliver the first blow Angie said, Give me that fucking paddle and took it out of his hands. George thought that Angie was going to try to hit him again with the paddle but she stayed where she was and said to George, If I cannot paddle your but then your blowjob sluts ass will have to do. With that Angie reared back and delivered three hard blows to Anne's ass. They were harder than any and had received thus far and then shrieked in pain. Put your dick in this slut's mouth and fuck her throat. Angie said to Kevin as she landed two more hard blows on Anne's ass and shrieked around the dick in her mouth and tears rolled out of her eyes and down her cheeks. Kevin saw that Angie was out of control and he raised his hand to give and a break. Angie stopped the paddling but stood at the ready. Come on, Kevin, this bitch is hardly sucking. Angie said and was still whimpering from the earlier hard blows and you could tell that she was having a hard time focusing on sucking the dick that was in her mouth. Kevin finally noticed this too and dropped his hand. Fucking bitch, Angie said as she unloaded another hard blow on Anne's ass. Angie landed two more in rapid succession before Kevin again raised his hand. Despite the fire burning in her ass and had somehow found new strength and was now vigorously sucking Kevin's cock. Like she did with Stan on one of Kevin's outstrokes and got his dick completely out of her mouth and said, Fuck my throat. Kevin obliged and shoved his entire cock back into Anne's mouth and down into her throat. He fucked her mouth this way for a few minutes and then finally exploded. K 
Kevin left his cock in Anne's mouth as it softened and then finally pulled out. As Kevin pulled his dick out of Anne's mouth, Angie said, Bitch, and let loose with another hard spank to Anne's ass. Stan quickly got the paddle away from Angie and George started to release the straps that held into the spanking horse. He helped Anne to her feet. And was wobbly for a while because she was both sore from her paddling but also stiff from being strapped down in the same position for so long. Stan helped and to the bathroom and left her alone so she could clean up. And said that she winced when her hot ass touched the cool toilet seat. And showered and a few minutes later rejoined the group in the other room. Kevin handed and a cold beer and before she even took a sip she rolled the cold bottle against her right butt cheek. When Anne had finished her beer Stan came over to her and started to kiss her and play with her nipples. He slipped a finger into her pussy and found that she was still wet, very wet in fact, and said that even though she had come from the vibrator during her paddling the heat in her ass seemed to radiate to her pussy and make it hotter as well. I wanna fuck you, Stan said as he led Anne out to the center of the room to some cushions someone had put on the floor while she was getting cleaned up. Stan led into the center of the cushions and said, Get on your knees, and knelt down in front of him and dutifully took his cock in her mouth. She used her hands to caress his balls and soon had him hard. Stan pulled out of Anne's mouth and said, Get down on your hands and knees, I want to do it doggy style, and complied and moments later, after Stan had slipped on a condom, was rewarded with Stan's cock plunging into her pussy and later said that one of the things she got off on the most, besides being used by guys less than half her age, was how direct they were in telling her what to do. It was as if they knew how to treat a girl as a boy toy, and then wondered if sex had changed that much in the younger generation as she remembered guys being less direct and less demanding when she was younger. You could see and wince every time Stan plunged into the hilt, and he brushed up against her still crimson ass, and said it was a contest between what would win out, the pain of her sore but or the orgasm building inside of her as Stan continued to piston his dick in and out of her pussy. The orgasm won and and yelled, I'm coming, and ground her ass hard against Stan, trying to get every last millimeter of his dick into her pussy. Stan kept right on going and he wrested two more significant orgasms from him. While this was going on George got in front of Anne and said, Suck my cock and took him into her mouth, and she was now spit-roasted between the two guys who were fucking her from each end. Stan finally reached the breaking point and exclaimed, Fuck! As he drove his cock into and one more time as he came, Stan pulled out, and George took his place in Anne's pussy. George had just started fucking and when Kevin got in front of her and presented his cock, and sucked him into her mouth and her double fuck continued, and looked like she was getting tired and Kevin said, Suck better than that or we will get the paddle. And immediately redoubled her efforts and started to push herself back and forth between the two cocks that impaled her at each end. George fucked and hard and fast and although he was vocal he kept away from making any comment that would further piss off Angie who was sitting on the couch watching the whole thing. Angie looked as though she was fascinated with what she was watching but you could also tell she was not happy that her boyfriend was about to get his rocks off fucking another girl and meanwhile was getting the fucking she had craved since this adventure began, and she had several nice orgasms from the pounding that George gave her. During one particularly intense orgasm Anne's pussy tightened its grip on George's cock putting him over the edge. George slammed his cock in one more time and came hard. 
even through the condom and said she could feel the jets of cum George withdrew and Kevin immediately plunged in and had just about stopped coming from the fucking George gave her when she started again as Kevin's cock bored its way into her depths. Because Kevin had come twice already in Nen's mouth his stamina was good and he fucked and both hard and long and came hard a few more times and then just whimpered as Kevin continued his assault on her pussy and later said that towards the end she no longer even noticed the pain whenever the guy she was fucking brushed up against her ass. Kevin reached around in front of Anne and started to play with her clit. This got her going again and in a few moments she cried. Fuck, I'm coming again. Kevin made it shortly after Anne and they collapsed together on the cushions. When Anne finally opened her eyes and looked up she saw Angie standing there staring down at her. My turn, bitch, Angie said as Kevin got up and out of the way. On your back, Angie instructed as she forced a pillow under Anne's head. When she was satisfied with Anne's position, Angie climbed up over and then sat on her face, plastering her wet soupy pussy directly on Anne's lips. Now make me come as hard as you did my asshole boyfriend. And started to gently tongue Angie's pussy lips but Angie was not interested in gentle. Angie started to grind her pussy hard against Anne's face and mouth smearing her juices across Anne's face and lips and could do little except lay there and let Angie essentially masturbate herself against her face. Fortunately for Anne, Angie was apparently pretty worked up from watching and fuck the three guys so it was not long before Angie was moaning indicating that her orgasm was approaching. Stick your tongue out, Angie told Anne. When Anne did Angie started to pump her pussy up and down on it as though she was fucking a really small cock. You could see how hard Angie was mashing her pussy against Anne's mouth and hear Angie's moans get louder and more intense. In another minute Angie announced that she was coming and really impaled herself on Anne's face, and later told me that she could not breathe for a few moments because Angie had covered both her nose and mouth with her pussy. Angie climbed off of Anne's face, and Kevin helped and to her feet, and went to get cleaned up again and emerged about twenty minutes later and said that she thought there would be more when she came out of the bathroom and was surprised to see that everyone had gotten dressed, and was still naked except for her hose and CFM heels and she said that she somehow felt conspicuous in her nudity even though she had just spent the last several hours having sex with these people. Kevin handed and her top and skirt and said, Get dressed, I will take you back to the hotel, and put her top on and then stepped into her skirt. It was slow going as she pulled it up over her still painful ass because the fabric was coarse and the skirt was so tight, and said her goodbyes and Kevin led her out to his car. He opened the door for her and watched her wince as she sat on her still heated ass, and said that all the way to the hotel she kept shifting from one cheek to the other trying to find a position that did not exacerbate the pain of her sore butt. During the drive Kevin told, and that she had taken many more strokes with the paddle than any of their pledges, and that he thought that at least made her a little sister of his fraternity. He said as such she could attend their parties, and then said that as long as she did not have to deal with Guinevere she would think about it when she was in town again. Kevin pulled up to the hotel lobby in trance and helped and out of the car. They embraced, and he gave her a long goodnight kiss, and slowly walked into the hotel and through the lobby. It was slow going because each step caused her skirt to press against her wounded ass. She said that she saw the reflection of the desk clerk in one of the mirrors and he was looking at her but as though he knew what had happened to her, and slowly made it up to her room and even more slowly slipped her skirt down over her ass.
She said that she slept in the nude that night on her stomach on top of the covers as she could not tolerate the feel of anything against her still blazing ass. The next morning the heat had subsided a bit in her ass and she flew home later that day. When she walked through the door I was waiting for her and handed her a drink. She stood and started to tell me how her adventure went. She related the story of her paddling and how Reddit had made her ass. Show me. I said and she put down her drink and slipped off her skirt. And turned around and I saw that her ass was still a bright red dot I got up and walked over to where she was standing and put my arms around her and pulled her close. I slipped my hands down and grabbed both of her butt cheeks and gave them a squeeze. Oh, and said. So was this adventure challenging enough for you? I asked. Chapter 06 This is the continuing story of how my wife, and who used to be sexually adventurous, became more and more conservative, and how I set out to change things back to and beyond where they were. I told them that she needed to be taught how to once again be a whore in the bedroom. The words, whore in the bedroom, were hers as shortly after we were married she told me that the ideal wife was a lady outside of the bedroom, but a whore in the bedroom because and had over time pulled back the sexual boundaries we once had I told her that these lessons would be at the hands of other men. I knew that if we tried to become more adventurous and then objected to something that I was doing to her that I would slow down or stop because I loved her while a stranger would likely not stop and say something like, Come on, baby, you can do it! And would not be as free with a stranger to impose her boundaries and would be taken beyond those limits. And went out of town about every six weeks on business. We decided that her lessons would be during these trips so as to maintain discretion and anonymity. I would prepare a kit of the items to be used for each lesson along with a video camera and an instruction letter she was to give the man or men she selected, so as not to interfere with her job, and would extend her trip for an additional night at our expense and tell her company that an old college friend, relative, etc. lived in the town she was visiting. The additional night would be lesson night dot on each of her first two trips and engaged in activities with other men that we had done together earlier in our marriage such as having her pussy lightly flogged to orgasm, filling her ass and pussy with ice and then getting fucked after it melted, anal sex, having her ass and pussy stuffed with inflatable toys that were then inflated beyond her previous maximums, being fucked with a porn star sized vibrator and playing old fucking and sucking and was also exposed to a room service waiter and forced to endure being groped and fingered by him to orgasm. She also swallowed more cum than she had in a long time with me. On her third trip, she was the center of a six-guy gang bang with me as one of the six. We originally planned on only three guys, but events got out of hand and then really made up for lost time as this was her first experience with more than one man. On her fourth trip and had public sex for the first time. Her fifth adventure featured her getting paddled, fucked and more by a group of fraternity guys, and admitted that she was scared at times both before and during each of her adventures but said the fear in her stomach had actually turned her on more than she would have normally been. We talked about how she felt emotionally because all of this was new territory as and had only had one other partner besides me before these adventures started and said that at first she was very hesitant about picking up a stranger for sex but that she got over her hesitation because I was helping to arrange things and she had my approval. She also quickly saw that I was right that a stranger would better push her limits, and she had learned the difference between making love and fucking. 
Finally, she admitted that it was a turn-on to be able to pick up good-looking men because as she grew older she thought that she was not as attractive or sexy as she was when she was younger. Her experiences had definitely transformed and into a better lover and our sex became hotter as I did not have to hold back as I sometimes did in the past. And even agreed to swing and we have since traded partners with a few couples we met at a local club. Her experiences had transformed her quickly into the slut wife I always wanted her to be, and told me that it was as though a dam had burst inside of her, and that she wanted more and more to experience the full range of sexual possibilities. She said that she was like a moth drawn to a flame when it came to the anticipation of her next adventure. She knew that she would do new things and have her boundaries pushed. She also knew that she would not like all of those things but somehow that also added to how much she would get turned on, and said that there was something about the preparation for her sessions that turned her on something fierce. She said that her pussy would tingle when she put the toy kit I had prepared into her luggage along with her hose, garter belt, short skirt, CFM heels and other, hunting, clothes. Her pussy would also tingle when she put the letter I had prepared for her into her purse. Apparently anticipation and trepidation were a big part of the appeal of her sessions to N, and liked it better when she was not permitted to read the letter or look in the toy kit until her session actually started. She said that not knowing left her almost constantly wondering and fantasizing about what was going to happen. She admitted that she had fingered herself to several orgasms before her last two trips after her pussy grew wet from her pondering the mystery of what would be done to her by a man or men she had never met before and would likely never see again. The other change in and was that she started to push me to up the ante as it were. When we first started with her training sessions I had to almost coerce her into participating. As time went on she became more and more a willing participant and she told me that she now wanted to make up for lost time due to her prior limited sexual experience. Before her adventure with the fraternity guys she challenged me to. To come up with something tough for her to do on that trip. Apparently I succeeded because Anne's ass stayed red for almost a week from the paddling she got at the fraternity, and she said that it was uncomfortable to sit for almost as long. She also must have gotten her fill because she did not ask for me to come up a scene for her during her next two out-of-town trips. A few days after, and arrived home after her second trip without an adventure, she said, You know, I really miss not having a training session during my last two trips. Without the anticipation of that as well as the sex itself, they were just routine, dull, boring business trips. Sure you can handle another adventure? I asked. The last one seemed to be too much for you, and replied. The last one was more than I expected, and it was a struggle to get through parts of it, but I think I am ready for another session. I don't know, what if I come up with something equally difficult for you to do next time? I asked and why comments were calculated to challenge the part of, and that was very determined once she decided to do something. I knew that if I acted as though I did not think she could do something that she would do her best to prove me wrong. The strategy worked as the next day and again pestered me about having a training session on her next trip. Again, I demurred saying I didn't know if she could handle it, and I could see her determination to prove me wrong growing. We went back and forth a bit more but again I did not commit to coming up with a session for her. The next night at dinner and started on me again about putting together a session for her, and again I resisted until finally she said, I can handle anything you come up with for me to do. I just don't think you have any more ideas left. Be careful what you wish for. 
I said and reminded and that I had said the same thing before her fraternity adventure. But I got through that, didn't I? And asked with a smug look on her face. True, you did, but you didn't ask to have a session on your last two trips so I figured you were afraid of what I might come up for you to do. I challenged. Okay, so I didn't ask for another adventure right away but I am asking now. And replied. If you insist I will come up with a session for your next trip, just remember your words when you are being forced to do things you do not like by a stranger. And smiled as she saw she was going to get what she wanted and I asked. Okay, so when is your next trip? And said that it would be in about a month to a national conference of doctors and medical professionals, was at a warm weather resort and would be for an entire week. I smiled to myself knowing that it would be perfect for what I had in mind. Before getting on with the story let me describe and for those of you who may not have read the previous chapters. And is 5 feet 2 inches and weighs 115 pounds. She has brown eyes and medium length brown hair that at times looks reddish in certain light. Her skin is very pale and she has reddish freckles on her tits and shoulders. Her breasts are a natural cup topped with light brown slash pinkish nipples which get a little more than a half an inch long when she is aroused and has a very, very thin waist which gives her a classic hourglass figure and an ass to die for. She does not have any tattoos or piercings and now keeps her pussy shaved. We never had children so Anne's pussy is nice and tight and there are no stretch marks, and has a killer smile and while she was in college finished as first runner-up in the Miss, fill in name of college cause I'm not going to tell you, competition. Those of you who have read the previous chapters in my other story will recall that in chapter 3 and was gang-banged by six guys including me and in a separate story she took on nearly a dozen black guys in an anal session. I had been there for both which gave her some comfort as she felt that I would protect her if things got out of hand. With her challenging attitude I decided that for her next adventure and would be gang-banged by a group of guys and she would be on her own while it happened. The conference and was going to attend was scheduled to start on a Sunday and end on a Saturday allowing enough time for everything to take place. Previously we had set things up so that and would spend an extra day at the end of her trips for her sex training but with a week that would not be necessary. I looked up the conference agenda on the internet and saw that the schedule allowed for a lot of down time which I planned to have and put to good use. Because the conference was to be at a warm weather resort I ordered and a bright neon yellow micro bikini from the folks at Wicked Weasel. Although and would normally wear a medium top I ordered an extra small which would barely cover half of her breasts. The bottom style was micro minimus and the name is appropriate. It is a thong that would leave her ass and hips completely exposed and the very small rectangle of fabric in the front started just above her pussy and would barely cover her labia. The fabric is called satin sheer, and it is virtually see-through even without being wet. Anne's nipples would protrude enticingly, and her shaved pussy would also be on prominent display. As her trip approached, and would playfully taunt me inquiring whether I had come up with something challenging for her to do. I just smiled and said, You will see. Her next line of attack was to ask me what I had come up with for her to do. She said that she was almost constantly fantasizing about what would happen to her and the suspense was killing her. One night I walked into our bedroom to find and naked on our bed watching one of the videos from one of her previous adventures. She had one of our bigger vibrators buried deep inside of her and was close to coming. I walked over, put my fingers on her clit, and started to rub gently. 
That was enough to send her over the edge into a loud orgasm, when she finally came down and said, Please, you have to tell me what you have planned. The suspense is killing me and I cannot keep my fingers off of myself. I smiled and said, Okay, I will give you a hint. One of the things that will happen to you will be a repeat of something that happened in one of your previous sessions. Thanks for nothing. And said, I could, however, see from the furrows on her brow that she was mentally running through the various things that had happened, trying to figure out which one would be repeated. She continued to think about the possibilities for the next few days and spend more time watching the videos of her previous sessions trying to figure out what I was going to have her repeat doing. This made her even hornier despite her giving me and our many sex toys a thorough workout. The day for and to leave finally arrived and I put the new bikini I had bought, her other, hunting clothes, and the sex toys, equipment, and condoms that would be needed for her next training session into Anne's luggage. I also included the video camera. I gave and the two letters I had prepared. And was surprised that there were two letters and I explained that the one in the blue envelope was for her and that she was to open it when she got to her hotel. The first letter would explain when the second letter was to be opened out I gave and a deep kiss and helped her with her luggage out to the cab that would take her to the airport and said that she fidgeted the entire trip as her pussy stayed very wet as she contemplated what would soon be happening to her, and got to the hotel and checked into her room. She did not bother to unpack and instead tore open the first letter and read it. Here is what it said. Well, my dear, the moment of truth has arrived. Your training will be another gangbang, but you will be alone this time with the men who will be using you. Neither I nor anyone you know will be there, and you will have no choice but to take whatever the men dish out to you. You said you wanted something that would be a challenge, so consider yourself challenged. When we set up your first gangbang we talked about how it could be hard for you to get an acceptable group of guys together, but I looked at the agenda for your conference and have a solution. You are going to audition the guys one at a time for your gangbang. Your schedule is free Tuesday and Wednesday night as is Thursday afternoon. Those will be the times for the preliminaries and as your schedule is open Friday evening as well. That will be the time of your gangbang dot on Tuesday and Wednesday night you are to get dressed in your hunting clothes and go out and pick up one man at a time, take him back to your room and let him fuck you and otherwise do whatever he wants to you. On Thursday afternoon you are to put on the bikini that is in your bag and your CFM heels and nothing else and go down to the pool for a hunting session. You are to get the bikini wet as soon as you get to the pool and each time that you return. You are to pick up at least three guys individually during each hunting session. If a man you pick up on one of your hunting sessions makes you come at least twice you are to invite him to your gangbang. It does not matter if a man makes you do things you do not like or is rough with you. If he makes you come at least twice you must invite him. You are also to tell each man that you invite that he must bring a friend to your gangbang. You can invite men who did not make you come at least twice and allow men to bring more than one guest but those men and or guests cannot be instead of a man or guest who otherwise would have been invited. Each hunting session is to be four hours long and consist of three separate assignations. I know you are thinking that is not enough time but it can be done if you are aggressive and make it clear to the guys what you want to happen. You may have to come right out and invite a guy to your room or even say that you need to get fucked. There will also be less time for small talk so the men you select will continue to be mostly strangers.
In order to meet the time deadline you must have returned to the place of your meeting with the third guide before the four hours are up. The four-hour clock starts when you first walk out of the door of your room. If you do not make the deadline you must pick up an additional guy on that preliminary session. If you wind up with more than one guy during any session each orgasm counts for each guy so, for example, if you come twice while you are with two guys each guy gets invited and can bring a guest. Multiple guys together count only as a single session of the three. The same rules apply as in your previous training sessions. The guy must allow the session to be videotaped and must wear a condom when he is in your pussy or ass. The guy cannot do anything that would permanently mark or hurt you in water sports and scatter off limits. Other than that the guy can do anything he wants to or with you and all three of your holes are open to him. Other than these limits, once the door to your room closes you cannot refuse or say no to anything the guy wants to do. You are to make this clear to the guy when you go over the limits with him. When you have finished a session with a guy you are to get dressed and tell him you want him to take you back to where you met. Hold his hand as you walk back to the spot where you met him and once you get there turn toward him. Take the hand you are holding and put it on one of your breasts, on your ass, etc. and give him a deep kiss. Make it clear to anyone that may be watching that you have just fucked the guy. Not sure if you have noticed yet but I packed a bright yellow slinky top and your yellow CFM heels. The color will make you stand out and people will notice you more. The bikini I just bought is much smaller than any you have worn before and the fabric is sheer so it will be almost transparent even before it gets wet. It is likely that you will be even more conspicuous in the bikini because any marks from your sex sessions such as handprints on your thighs, but in breasts will be clearly visible. This will be embarrassing and humiliating but remember how turned on you were when you were walking out of the bar with six guys before your first gang bang and you felt as though every eye was on you and you thought that everyone knew you were taking the guys to your room to fuck you. Despite the humiliation you will feel there is an advantage to all of this. Looking recently fucked will make it easier for you to more quickly attract the second and third guy during your hunting sessions as anyone paying attention will notice and your availability and willingness will be obvious. Now three hunting sessions with at least three guys each means a total of at least nine, and if each of them gets invited to your gang bang and brings a friend you could be facing a total of 18 guys. I don't think it will come to that because obviously not every guy will make you come at least twice so you will not invite everyone. Not every guy invited will show up and not every guy who shows up will bring a friend although because the guys should all staying at the conference hotel there may be fewer no-shows than would otherwise be the case. I don't know how many guys you think you can handle but you did tell me before your first gang bang that you had the same equipment as the women in the gang bang videos I had you watch where it was not uncommon for there to be more than a dozen guys and just one woman. You took on six during your first gang bang. 11 during your anal gangbang and 3 plus a girl in your fraternity adventure so you have some reference. Whatever number there are you will be alone with them and be at their mercy. By having you audition some of the men first you will get some solace because at least some of the men there will be men you at least were comfortable picking up and who did make you come at least twice. That familiarity is, however, a double-edged sword. On the one hand you will know those guys to some extent. On the other hand, because they have already had sex with you, they will know that they can do what they want, and some of them may be more aggressive and demanding of you than they were the first time. The friends they bring are an open question. You will have no choice as to who these men are, 
and they will not have passed the initial screening you used with the menu audition. Basically, the guests will simply introduce themselves and then join in fucking and otherwise using you. Other than their name and who invited them, you will not know anything about them. There are two sets of toys in your luggage. You are to open the beige bag before the guys start to arrive for your gangbang and put on the contents and your CFM heels. You are not to wear anything else and are to open the door for your guests that way. 88 p.m. on Friday night you are to open the second letter and read it aloud to the men who will be there for your gangbang. Leave the blue bag of toys out for the men. Of course, you can just decide to call this off if it is too much of a challenge. Smiles. And drop the letter on the bed when she finished reading it and felt the bottom of her stomach fall away. She said that her hands were visibly shaking as she got a drink from the minibar. When and finished her drink she carefully reread the letter and said that she trembled even more the second time through it. And dialed the phone and when I answered she said, I just finished reading the letter a second time. And I replied, I don't know if I can do it. The thought of being alone with that many guys scares me. You don't have to. You can always say that the challenge was too much. Bastard, I knew you would say that. Well, it's true. You can always just call it off and enjoy your conference in other ways. Why didn't you tell me you wanted me to have another gang bang instead of just saying this session would include something that was done in a previous one? And asked? Now if I told you what was planned it would ruin the surprise, wouldn't it? I replied knowing that this was not the activity to which I was making reference when I gave and my cryptic hint. Let me think things through and see what is worse, the gangbang and everything associated with it or having you smirking at me because I finally chickened out. And responded and we said our goodbyes. I did not hear from it until early Tuesday evening when she sent me a picture of herself that she took with her phone. She looked gorgeous and was wearing the yellow top and CFM heels. The message with the picture said, I made my decision, and later told me that she could not believe how conspicuous her yellow top made her look. She said that she thought that almost all eyes were on her when she walked into the hotel lounge and took a seat on one of the bar stools, and said that she knew she would have to work fast to pick up her quota of three guys and she immediately started to cross and uncross her legs so that her lack of panties would be evident to the guys that were sitting around her. It did not take long for a guy to notice, and soon he was at the bar getting another drink and offering another to and as well. His name was Yoshi and he was a Japanese-American from the West Coast, and said that he was very polite and based on that decided to invite him up to her room, despite her growing number of adventures, and had not had sex with an Asian man before. She said that she found his skin particularly smooth and his thinner pubic hair made his average-sized organ look larger than it was, and said he fucked her to three nice orgasms before pulling out, taking off the condom and coming on her face and invited Yoshi to her gang bang and told him to bring a guest. My two colleagues are traveling with me so I will bring two guests, Yoshi said, and we will do bukkake, and said she was a bit taken aback with her first guy asking to bring in additional guests but because Yoshi was so gentle when he fucked her she told him it would be okay. Yoshi escorted and back to the bar, and she gave him a deep kiss when they said their goodbyes. She took her place on a bar stool and sent me the following text message. Yoshi 3XP2GBTW, what is Bukaki? Although cryptic I was able to figure out that the guy's name was Yoshi, he had fucked in's pussy and made her come three times so he was her first invitee.
I was surprised that she had agreed to allow two guests, but assumed she had her reasons. I was intrigued that, and did not know what a bukkake was, but as her sexual metamorphosis had only been during the last ten months, it made some sense. Even though, and was getting more receptive to swallowing cum doing so, and having cum on her face, were not among the activities that she found particularly appealing. Not wanting to ruin the surprise of her first bukkake, I sent and a longer email talking about things that had happened at work and around our home and ignored her question. Apparently she was busy with other things because about 75 minutes later I received a message saying, Chet for XMPA. Translated, Chet had fucked her mouth, pussy and ass and made her come four times so he was also invited to the gang bang. The third and last message of the night came in shortly before the four-hour window was to close and read. Loser Zero XP called himself Pistol Pack and Pete. Little Pistol, fire too soon. Translated, the third guy was not much in the size or stamina department and had not gotten an off despite fucking her pussy. That made the total for the first night, five, with two guys and three guests. The session Wednesday evening worked out about the same with two guys making the cut and two guests. When added to Tuesday's number that made it a total of nine if everyone showed up Friday night. Late Wednesday night the phone rang and when I answered it and said, You cannot be serious about me wearing that thing you call the bikini in public. Ah, come on, you are at an international resort. Lots of the European ladies will be topless at the pool. I replied. I would be better off naked because the fabric is so sure you can see every bump on my nipples and if you are within ten feet of me you can see every bit of my pussy. And said, Sounds like good advertising for what you are at the pool to find. I replied, Look, if wearing the bikini is too much of a challenge just call the whole deal off. Of course, you will have to explain to the guys you already invited to your gangbang why you are calling it off. I continued, Why do you always make things so hard for me? And whimpered, You were the one who wanted a challenge, the one who taunted me until I agreed to come up with a scenario for you. Just admit you cannot go through with this adventure and I will only call you a quitter and a chicken for, oh, maybe, six or seven years. I countered. I knew that this would push Anne's buttons because she is very determined and even though quitting would be the easy way out, Anne's pride would never let her do it. I hope the hotel throws me out. And spat out and hung up. Despite having several drinks during her adventures on Wednesday night, and set the alarm for early Thursday morning so she could prepare herself to wear the most revealing swimsuit she had ever worn. She shaved her pussy twice and made sure she got around her asshole because the only thing covering it would be the string that went up between her but cheeks to the string that would go around her waist. When she was done and put on more traditional business wear and went to her meetings and seminars, she said that her pussy was extremely wet and that she thought that anyone near her would be able to smell her arousal and knew she would feel humiliated with everything she had to offer essentially on display once she put the bikini on but also said that it turned her on at the same time. Apparently she had gotten over her fear of the hotel throwing her out, and finished her last seminar and went back to her room. She stripped off her business wear and stood naked holding the bikini in her hands. The bikini consisted of about three square inches that would cover her pussy and not much more that would cover her breasts and nipples. Because the fabric was sheer and almost transparent, whatever was covered would not be covered that well, and put on the bikini and walked in front of the mirror. 
Her nipples protruded enticingly through the sheer fabric as did the outline of her pussy, and trembled as she realized how much of her would be on display at the pool. Another dab of perfume and then finally had enough worked up enough courage. She took one more look at her visage in the mirror and flipping her hair back she strode towards the door and opened the door to her room and stepped out into the hall. She said that she felt extremely vulnerable as she walked down the hall to the elevator. The elevator arrived and then was happy to see that there was no one on it and she pressed the button for the pool level and exited the elevator and walked out onto the deck surrounding the pool and felt as though everyone was staring at her as she walked over to an empty lounge chair. She stood patiently while a pool attendant put fresh towels on the lounge and took her drink order. She was going to lie down when she remembered that the letter said that she was to get the bikini wet each time she arrived at the pool, and slipped off her CFM heels and then made her way over to the shallow end of the pool, and walked down the steps and descended into the cool water until it was almost up to her shoulders. Her nipples, which had already been sharp points due to her embarrassment and arousal, hardened further due to the cool water. It seemed like only seconds before a man appeared next to her and started to strike up a conversation. The conversation, for what it was worth, was about her swimsuit and how hot she looked in it. Would you like a drink? The man, whose name was Jack, asked. I ordered one before I got into the pool. It should be by my chair now. And said, Great, I will get my drink and join you. Jack replied that he took her by the hand and helped her up the steps and out of the pool. As they started to walk across the deck and looked down and saw how transparent her bikini had become due to it being wet, she gulped as her already high level of embarrassment grew and was sure that everyone could see her nipples and pussy and sat down on her lounge and closed her thighs in an attempt to shield her pussy from wandering eyes. Jack sat down on the lounge next to her and they continued to chat. After a few minutes Jack said, Now I know who you are. You were in the bar last night wearing a yellow top and yellow heels, weren't you? And pleaded guilty and Jack continued. I was there with a few of my co-workers and was going to come over and try to meet you but it seemed that you were always either coming or going with a different guy on your arm. And smiled weakly as she realized that people had noticed her slutty behavior, knowing that she had to get started to make her quota and decided to be more forward and said, Would you like to be the one who goes with me now? Jack readily agreed and then explained the rules about videotaping, condoms, and the other limits she had. Jack stood up and helped into her feet and into her heels. He put his arm around her waist and let his hand rest on her hip as he escorted her from the pool and into the hotel. As they were walking into the hotel and saw Jack look over at a group of guys and noticed that they were smiling and giving him the thumbs-up sign and realized that again people had taken notice of her slutty behavior. While they were waiting for the elevator that Jack pulled in towards him, hugged her and kneaded her naked but cheeks. When they got on the elevator she said that he took one of her nipples between his thumb and forefinger and squeezed it hard enough for her to cry out. Despite her cry, Jack held on to her nipple firmly until the elevator got to Anne's floor, and said that she then knew that Jack would be a rough fuck. Jack followed and into her room and the door clicked shut, and said that every time she heard that sound she would shudder because she knew that her options to say, no, had just become very limited, and got the video going and Jack pulled down his swim trunks and pushed and to her knees saying, Start sucking, bitch! 
and took the first couple of inches of Jack's cock into her mouth and reached up with her hands to hold the rest. No hands, Jack said as he pushed Anne's hands away. Just use your fucking mouth. And redoubled her efforts to satisfy Jack with her mouth but before long he had grabbed her hair and was roughly face-fucking her. She sputtered as she tried to keep up with his efforts to force his cock into her throat. Suddenly Jack released his grip on her hair and grasped a nipple in each hand and squeezed and twisted roughly. And shrieked around the cock in her mouth and Jack slipped into her throat. Jack released one of her nipples and put that hand at the back of Anne's head keeping his dick lodged deeply in her throat. Now milk me with your throat, Jack directed and then she did what she could to bring him off and pushed her hands against Jack's thighs trying to dislodge the dick that was now fully in her throat. Put your hands down, Jack commanded. That dick stays where it is until you make it come, and you will be sorry if it doesn't. At this point, and became truly frightened of what Jack might do to her, and she decided that she had better get him off as quickly as possible. She started to suck harder and use her tongue on the base of his cock, and it seemed to be working as Jack started to moan. Jack continued to hold on to the back of her head keeping his dick wedged as far into her throat as it would go. Jack moans grew louder and then knew that he was getting close to coming. She continued to suck as hard as she could and to use her tongue on the base of his cock. Jack took his right hand off of the back of Anne's head and used it to grab her left nipple. He squeezed it roughly and twisted it as far as it would go and shrieked in pain around his cock and suddenly Jack started to spurt down her throat. As Jack started to soften he told Anne, Be sure to suck every drop of cum out of my cock. And did what he wanted and he finally withdrew from her mouth and wiped his dick dry on her cheeks. That was good, baby, Jack said. Now it's my turn to return the favor. Jack helped Anne to her feet and led her over to the bed. Get rid of the bikini. Jack told Anne and she pulled the top over her shoulders and slid the bottom down her legs. Jack positioned Anne on the bed so that her pussy was right at the edge of the mattress and knelt down in front of her. He spread Anne's nether lips open and put his tongue on her clit and said she was hoping that Jack would not make her come because she was afraid of him and did not want to have to invite him to her gangbang. Her body, however, betrayed her as Jack no sooner had his lips around her clit sucking the little bud into his mouth when she started to gyrate her hips on the bed. Jack continued his assault on Anne's clit, and she held out for only a few more minutes before she came hard on his tongue. One more orgasm and Jack would likely be at her gangbang. Jack spun and around on the bed so that her head now hung over the edge. He put his dick into her mouth and said, Get me hard so I can fuck you and started to minister to his cock and Jack soon began to get hard again. Jack kneaded Anne's tits roughly while she sucked his cock. His handling of her tits was rough enough to redden Anne's tits and leave handprints so that anyone who saw her tits in their current condition would know that her tits had recently been roughly handled. Jack let and suck on his cock for a few minutes before saying, Do you want me to fuck your pussy or your ass? It's your choice and told him before she put her mouth back on his cock. My wife doesn't let me fuck her ass so it is your ass, Jack told him, and took her mouth off of his cock long enough to say, There is some lube over on the dresser. Jack pulled away and got the lube from the dresser. Lie across my lap and I will get you ready, Jack told him. She draped herself over his lap and waited for him to lube her ass. 
instead of feeling the cold lube being applied to her asshole and felt a sharp sting as Jack brought his hand down on her left butt cheek. Ow, and said both from the pain and the surprise. Gotta warm up that ass a little bit first, Jack said and he proceeded to give and another three hard spanks on each of her butt cheeks. Because and knew these spanks were coming she was able to bit her lip and keep silent for the most part with only a MNFFFF, escaping every now and then, and started to kick her legs and brought her right hand around in an attempt to protect her but Jack grabbed her by the wrist and told her to keep her hands where they were. He reminded her that she said he could do anything he wanted to her with a few exceptions and a hard spanking did not fit into any of the exceptions. Hearing this and forced herself to calm down and knew that she was in for one of those moments in her adventures where something would happen to her that she did not like but because she had agreed to the session subject only to the specified limits, she had no choice. Okay, I am going to give you twenty more on each cheek and you better stay still and not try to protect your butt or I will start over, Jack told then. Do you understand? Jack asked. Yes, and meekly replied. Jack then gave in the promised spanks, and you could hear a sharp crack each time his hand hit her butt. After the first couple of spanks and began to grind pussy against Jack and you could tell she was beginning to get aroused. About halfway through and started to sob and beg Jack to stop but made no attempt to interfere with the blistering of her butt and kept grinding her pussy against his leg. Jack ignored her pleas and gave her the last ten which seemed even harder than the first ten and convulsed and came on Jack's leg right before he delivered the last two spanks. Anne's ass was now a bright red and you could make out the outline of several hand prints on each cheek. Well, Jack said, you just came while I was spanking you, and just sighed and acknowledged that she had and knew that she now had to invite Jack to her gangbang. Picking up the tube of lube Jack squeezed a generous dollop on Anne's ass and worked it inside using one, two and finally three fingers. Jack positioned and on the bed in the doggy position, slipped on a condom, lined up his cock with Anne's asshole and pushed his full seven inches to the hilt in one thrust, and squealed with the pain of both the invader in her ass and the pain of having Jack's body pushing against her still flaming ass. Jack pulled almost all the way out and then gave in another hard thrust. She was better prepared for this one and just grunted when Jack hit home. He got a good rhythm going and sawed in and out of Anne's ass for several minutes. Jack reached around and found her clit with his fingers. Jack rubbed and pinched Anne's clit while he continued to piston his cock in and out of her ass. All of the stimulation proved to be too much for Anne to resist, and as she came she exclaimed, Oh shit, I'm coming again. Jack gave her ass a few more strokes and then pulled out stripped off the condom, got in front of Anne and shot his load in her face and hair. And whence does the hot cum hit her face? And went to clean up, and when she looked at her ass in the mirror saw that it was still red from the spanking Jack had given her, and that several of his handprints were still visible. And felt mortified because she knew that everyone at the pool would see her ass and know that she, an adult woman, had just been spanked. The marks from Jack's rough handling of her tits had also not faded entirely and then tried to adjust the top of her bikini to cover them but there was just too little fabric to work with. And glanced once more at her abused ass and tits, took a deep breath to gather herself and took Jack by the hand and led him out of her room. They got to the pool and Jack escorted and over to the lounge she had used earlier. And reached up and gave Jack a deep kiss and Jack hugged her and kneaded her bare but while she did,
the kids drew even more attention to Anne, and she said that she was sure that everyone at the pool could see the handprints on her ass and her reddened tits, and knew that she had just fucked the guy who had abused her body, and remembered that she was to go into the pool each time she came to the pool and she quickly slipped off her heels and went over and got into the cool water, and thought that the cool water would soothe her marks and would also shield her a bit from the eyes that were focused on her. Because of the limited time and had to complete her tasks she could only stay in the pool for a few minutes and eventually made her way back to her lounge. When she got there she found two of Jack's friends waiting for her. The taller one spoke first and said, I thought I would just come over and see if I could be next. The shorter one said, I should be next because Jack and I saw you last night at the bar going in and out with different guys and he told me what he did with you in your room and said she was completely humiliated at this point because she thought that everyone within earshot would figure out that next meant next to fuck her and tried to steer the conversation in another direction but the two guys were clearly impatient and looking for a quick fuck so they did not take the bait. As the arguing between the two guys grew in intensity and volume and could see that more and more people at the pool were tuning in and paying attention with her embarrassment mounting and just wanted to get away but she knew the only way she could do that was with a guy going back to her room. She also knew that picking one of these guys was not going to be a decision that the other accepted quietly so she took each of the two guys by the hand and said, Let's go. Assuming that these two guys made her come at least twice, and they did, and had just increased the number of men at her gangbang by four instead of two dot looking at the video later I could see that these two guys gave and a real workout using all three of her holes repeatedly. Although they were not gentle they did not treat, and as roughly as Jack did, and got back to the pool with a little less than an hour in which to find and fuck a third guy. As before she first went into the water to make her bikini transparent although she admitted that because she had been exposed for so long she did not even feel embarrassed anymore. Returning to her lounge chair and again found another guy waiting for her. I work with Jack, he said and before he could say anything more and took his hand and said, Come with me. And said that she knew that time was running out so she said that she fucked the guy hard and fast and made him come twice once in her mouth and once in her pussy. He returned the favor giving and the required two orgasms to earn himself and a guest an invitation to the gangbang. I literally had to drag the guy back to the pool and told me and she made the four-hour deadline with only minutes to spare, with the time pressure and had not been able to send me any messages as to what had happened Wednesday or Thursday. She brought me up to date on Thursday when we spoke and I was surprised that the total had reached seventeen and was now facing a gang-bang in which she would be the only woman with as many as seventeen guys, all of them virtual strangers, and was going to pull a train and it was going to be a long one. Are you sure you want to go through with this? I asked and pointing out that because they guys were all staying at the hotel it was unlikely that any would drop out due to family commitments, etc. I thought I had to because I already started, and replied, Normally that would be the case but in the past you had only one session with the man or men and you could decide not to go ahead at any time up to when the door of your room clicked shut and then you could only say no in very limited circumstances. Here even though you have already recruited the men for your gang bang it has not started. I explained. What's the matter afraid that I will handle your challenges and taunted. No I just wanted to be sure you understood your options. 
I admit that I am still apprehensive because there will be a lot of men and I will be alone and at their mercy, but my pussy just oozes when I realize that once I start I will have to fuck and suck and otherwise perform until every guy is satisfied. Besides, I plan to fuck their brains out and be wanting more when there are no guys left who can still get it up. Be careful about having your words right checks your sexy little body will have to cash. I said. Want me to at least tell you what the second letter says? I asked. Don't you dare. When this started weeks ago I was dying to know what was going to happen to me. But now I know that it is going to be a gang bang and that I am going to be standing virtually naked in front of a group of guys reading a letter that tells them how they are to use and abuse me. I just cannot get that image out of my mind and know that my hands will be shaking and voice breaking as I learn my fate. There will be some surprises and some things you will not like doing in the letter, I told Anne. Aren't there always? She replied. By the way, I ordered a party set up for your guests, mostly liquid refreshments. It will help lower their inhibitions and make things more interesting for you. I said to Anne. You're so sweet, you think of everything. She replied sarcastically that we talked for a few minutes about other things and then said that she would call me when her adventure was over, likely sometime Saturday morning, and said that she slept fitfully Thursday night and woke up several times to the image of her reading the letter to her gang-bang crew. Her last seminar ended at 1 p.m. on Friday and she went back to her suite to prepare for the night's adventure. She used her jacuzzi tub for about an hour and then took a short nap. She awoke to find that it was about 5.30 p.m., or less than two hours until her guys began to arrive. When she issued the invitation she told the guys to plan to arrive around 7.30 p.m. but that the main event would not start until 8. Even though she had done it the day before prior to donning her new bikini and shaved her pussy and legs leaving her silky smooth, she applied body lotion and did her hair and makeup to perfection. She knew that soon after her gang bang started that she would be a mess but wanted to at least start looking her best. When she was finished she put on the hotel robe and waited. Around 7 p.m. room service delivered the party set up I had ordered. And had the guy set it up in the sitting room part of her suite. She said that when she saw bottle after bottle of scotch, gin, vodka, whiskey, etc. She knew that the men would not be thirsty and would likely be less reticent about using her. When the room service guy left and decided to finish getting ready and opened the beige bag I had put in her luggage. According to the first letter and was to wear only the contents of the beige bag and her CFM heels for her gang bang. And gasped when she saw what was in the bag. There was a set of leather cuffs for her wrists, and a set for her ankles. There was also a larger set to go around her thighs just above her knees. The final items were a wide leather belt that went around her waist, and a matching collar for her neck. Each of the items had metal loops through which ropes could be run, and clips that allowed the items to be joined together and said that she knew that if she greeted the guys wearing these bondage items that she would likely spend a good portion of the night restrained in some fashion. Even though she could still call things off she knew that she could not do so without causing at least a bit of a scene and when she glanced over at the desk and saw the second letter she knew that she had to feel what it would be like to be reading it aloud before a group of guys. She put on the leather items buckling each tightly and checked the beige bag again to be sure it was empty and found several lengths of rope that she took out and lay on the desk next to the letter, the video camera, and the second blue bag of toys. She went to the closet and put on her CFM heels, 
and sat down to wait. She did not have to wait long as at 7.30 p.m. there was a knock on the door, and she opened to admit the first two guys who would be fucking her that evening. One had fucked her earlier in the week, and the other was his guest. They were astonished and delighted with how and was, dressed, and ran their hands over her naked body as she showed them to the bar, and shuddered as she suddenly realized that a man she had not even met had already seen her naked and rubbed his hands over her breasts and ass. She also knew that he would not be the first total stranger to do that and more to her tonight. This was when the reality of her situation finally hit and, unlike her previous adventures, where she had time to flirt and chat with her soon-to-be lovers, this time she had to work fast to fit three guys in, pun intended, within the four-hour periods for her hunting sessions. There had not been as much time for verbal foreplay as it were and with Jack's friends on Thursday at the pool there was no conversation. Just let's get up to my room before I get even more embarrassed. And realized that even though she had already fucked at least half of the men who would be here tonight that she really knew very little about any of them. She knew that she would know nothing about the guests they would bring. That meant that she really would be getting gang-banged by a room full of strangers and would be utterly alone and at their mercy while it happened. When we had first talked about having and do a gang-bang she said that her biggest fear was being alone with a group of strangers who would try to one-up each other and how hard they used and abused her. She said she had visions of being fucked by one guy while the others cheered and urged him on to fuck her harder. And when that guy was done trying to fuck her even harder to prove they could do better. As these thoughts ran through N's mind her fear increased exponentially, and despite the air conditioning running full blast a sheen of nervous perspiration soon covered her naked body making it even shinier that it was from the body lotion she had used. At the same time and later told me her lust also seemed to go off the chart and she said she could not believe that her pussy became even wetter dot and thoughts were interrupted by a knock on the door, and Yoshi and his two colleagues were next to arrive. They had trouble bowing to and because they could not take their eyes off of her naked form. These men also passed their hands over and as they entered her room and did not introduce themselves until they were inside, and had again been manhandled by men whose names she did not even know. Jack and his co-workers and their guests were next and then watched as a group of ten guys piled into her suite. They were boisterous and then felt many hands on, and fingers in, her body for what would be the first of many times this night. A few minutes later one more guy arrived and explained that his guest had to go back home due to a business emergency. That made it a total of sixteen guys milling about and drinking an end sweet and as she had invited seventeen the turnout was pretty impressive and meant that she would have a lot of fucking and sucking to do as the night wore on, despite knowing that no other. Guests were expected and waited until eight p.m. because that was the time we had decided would be the equivalent of the door clicking shut in her previous sessions. At a little after eight p.m., and herded everyone into the sitting room part of her suite and got them quieted down as best she could considering that more than one of them had had a couple of drinks already, and some in Jack's group appeared to have had a few before they arrived. She got her glasses and put them on. The glasses actually made her look even sexier. Picture a hot school librarian naked and dressed in bondage gear and heels, and said that she was nervous and the feelings of fear and lust were overwhelming. She said that she could see her own juices leaking out of her exposed pussy and onto her thighs, with trembling hands and opened the letter and announced to the assembled guys that it was from her husband. She started to read the letter aloud in a quiet voice. 
The woman standing before you is my wife, and, up until ten months ago, she was your typical unassuming wife in a monogamous relationship and with not much prior sexual experience. Like many of you, I was long tired of the same old, same old and began to pressure and to open her sexual horizons. She eventually agreed and started out by having sex sessions with guys she picked up on her business trips. For each session I prepared a letter like this one that outlined what the man or men were to do to ANN.AT first and was a reluctant participant but somewhere after her first gang bang with six guys it was if a damn burst. And began to crave her adventures and to dare me to come up with more and more challenging scenarios for her. That is why all of you are here. Tonight you are Anne's challenge. The rules are simple. The entire session is to be videotaped, and one of you should follow the action at all times with the camera. Safe sex is required, and if you are an N's ass or pussy you must be wearing a condom. No scat or water sports and nothing that would permanently mark or injure N. You cannot invite any additional men to join the party once it starts, and the party is over when the last of you has decided he has had enough. All activities must take place in N's room. Other than that and is yours to use however you see fit. If and refuses to do something you want to do you are free to force her to do it. She will sometimes complain, whimper and bargain to try to talk you out of things she may find objectionable but just ignore her. She understands that her right to say, no, except for violations of the rules ended at 8 p.m. Like I had up until 10 months ago many of you probably have wives and girlfriends who deny you sexual activities you would like to do. Well, here is your chance. You can take out all of your frustrations of those denials on and you are free to use Anne's mouth, pussy and ass and can do so singly or in double and triple penetration. For each of Anne's previous adventures I also listed in the letters a few specific things that should be done to her and here they are for this adventure. 1. And has not experienced having two dicks in her mouth at the same time or in having double vaginal intercourse. You should make sure that she does both before the night is over point two, in the weeks before this adventure, and pestered me to find out what I had planned for her. I gave her a hint saying that one of the activities would be something that had happened before. When she learned that I had planned her second gang bang she thought that was the repeat but it isn't. During her first gang bang the guys made and sucked them until they came in her mouth and then had her spit their cum into a water glass. When all of their cum was in the glass they forced and to drink it by putting binder clips on her nipples until the pain became unbearable, and she did what they wanted. Anne's hands started to shake even more as she read this part of the letter, and her throat became dry, making it even harder for her to get her words out. Please, she said, don't make me do that. And looked out plaintively at the assembled men and saw that no one was going to speak up to tell her she would not have to do it. She kept looking out looking for some support when someone said, Finish the letter so we can get started. Tears welled up in Anne's eyes as she returned to the letter. Tonight whenever any of you comes in Anne's mouth you are to make her spit it out into a glass. Whenever any of you comes in a condom you are to drain the condom into the glass as well. When you think there is enough cum in the glass give it to and then tell her to drink it. If she refuses there is a ball gag with a breathing tube through it and a funnel in the blue bag and has left out somewhere. Force the gag into her mouth. Tighten the strap behind her head and attach the funnel. Hold or restrain and on her back and pour the cum into the funnel. Otherwise do what you want and be sure that you use into the max. She wanted a challenge so give it to her. 
and dropped the letter on the desk and just stood there silently with a tear running down her left cheek for a few moments. She said her mind was racing thinking that she should have called things off and been less arrogant in demanding a challenging scenario, but she knew that she now had to live with the consequences of her decision. She did not stand there alone for long. In a few moments Jack and his group surrounded her. Jack ran his hands over her breasts and pussy. In one quick motion he slipped two fingers into Anne's cunt, and when he felt how wet she was announced that fact loudly. Jack fingered Anne a few times, and she grabbed onto his arm and held on. In another few seconds her mouth opened, and she moaned as she came for the first time that night. Anne's moans brought cheers and applause from many of the guys and one of them said, Sounds like this bitch is ready. Two of the guys with Jack led and over to a table and laid her across it on her stomach with her pussy on one side and her head on the other. Within seconds a guy was buried balls deep in her cunt and another was deep in her throat and had not fully come down from her first orgasm and the cocks hammering away at her pussy and mouth soon had her over the edge and as she came a second time she gurgled her cries of pleasure around the cock that was in her throat. This set off the guy whose cock she was sucking and he fired his low deep into her throat. There would be no cum to spit out. The guy fucking and's pussy grabbed onto her bondage belt and used it to hold her as he thrust hard against her driving his cock into the max on each stroke. That's it, one of the guys yelled. Fuck that bitch. Yeah, give it to her good, another yelled. Wait till you see what I do to her. Another bragged to the group and as and listened to these words she said her worst fears were confirmed. These guys were going to ride her hard and the night was only just beginning. Dot a few more hard strokes and the guy in Anne's pussy shot his load with a loud grunt. The guy standing behind him pulled him away from and and plunged his dick into her waiting pussy. Meanwhile, another guy was feeding his cock to Anne and her lips were stretched around its girth as it slid in and out of her mouth. This pair of guys used Anne's body for another minute or two and then almost simultaneously fired their loads. The guy who had been in her mouth pulled out and took the water glass from the table and put it below Anne's face. During the course of her orgasm Anne had forgotten this part of the letter and she had a puzzled look on her face as she tried to figure out what to do. Come on, hurry up, the guy holding the glass said. There are a lot of guys waiting for that mouth of yours and remembered what she was supposed to do and spit the cum that was in her mouth into the glass. While this was going on the second guy came while fucking Anne's pussy and was replaced by a third. The two guys who had fucked her pussy had already drained their condoms into another glass but and could not see that because her head and eyes were facing forward as she dealt with another cock in her mouth. The guys kept and over the table for almost two hours during which she took on the remaining guys in either her mouth or pussy or ass and some even came back for seconds. The fourth guy to fuck her from behind had used her ass and it became a popular destination after that and said that she came almost continually as it was rare for her not to have two cocks in her because when one guy finished he was replaced in seconds by another. The only delay was at her mouth to give her time to spit the cum into the glass and as and had resigned herself to doing that even that did not delay things. With her mouth and pussy empty for the first time in well over two hours and felt a hand on her shoulder and heard a voice saying, Let me help you up. And thought that she was going to get a break but the guy led her over a few feet to a pillow that was lying on the floor and said, On your knees and dropped to her knees and immediately felt her hands being pulled behind her as two of the men clipped her wrist restraints to her ankle restraints. 
This left her in a somewhat uncomfortable kneeling position but had the effect of stretching her tits enticingly over her chest. The line for blowjobs got a bit long last time so we are going to try two at a time to speed things up. A guy said while his erect cock swung in front of Anne's face. He was joined by another guy in a similar condition who stood next to him. Open wide, sweetheart, the first guy said and then opened her mouth. The two guys moved closer together and guided their cocks into her mouth. Anne's lips were grossly distended as she struggled to open her mouth enough to accept the two cocks that were insistent on getting inside, and sputtered and her nostrils flared as she continued to struggle to accept two cocks in her mouth for the first time. She apparently was a fast learner because she soon has a couple of inches of both cocks in her mouth, but there was no question that the two cocks would not go any deeper together. Sensing this one of the guys withdrew his cock and as he did the other pushed forward into Anne's throat. He pulled out and was replaced by the second guy. They kept up this pattern for a few minutes, and it was obvious that they were getting close to coming. They pulled out of Anne's mouth and one of them said, Open your mouth and stick out your tongue. And did as she was told her, and the guys aimed their cocks at her tongue. They each stroked their cock until first one, and then the other fired their hot loads onto Anne's extended tongue and into her mouth. They squeezed the last of the cum out of their cocks, and then wiped their cocks on Anne's face. It was only seconds after they stepped away that the glass was again in front of Anne. Seconds after that there were two new guys standing in front of Anne and they proceeded to also use her mouth, making her take two cocks simultaneously as deeply as possible as well. A third pair followed and did the same, expecting another pair of guys to use her mouth and was surprised when she felt her wrist and ankle cuffs being disconnected from one another. Hands helped her to her feet, and thought that she would now get a break but one of the guys holding her arm said, Time to get another hole double fucked. He led in over to where another guy was laying on the floor, and had her mount the guy in the reverse cowgirl position, and complied and his cock slid effortlessly into her already well-used pussy. The guy she was riding reached up and took hold of the bondage belt, and used it to move and back and forth over his cock. Once, and was fully impaled on his tool he pulled her down so that her back was against his chest. This had the effect of making her pussy accessible to the second guy who was now kneeling in front of her. The second guy started to push lube into her cunt along with his fingers, and grunted with each invasion as she already had a sizable cock buried deep in her cunt. When he was satisfied that, and was ready the second guy positioned his cock at the entrance to Anne's cunt and on top of the cock that was already inside of her. He thrust forward unsuccessfully a few times trying to squeeze his cock into Anne's cunt, and grunted with each attempt that he made. Finally, on his fifth or sixth thrust the head of his cock made it into Anne's cunt. The guy kept thrusting forward and buried almost the entire length inside of and on top of the cock that was already lodged deep inside of her. Oh God, no and shrieked. Take it out, it's too much, it's too big. Please, you're tearing me apart. And cries went unheeded as the guy underneath her tightened his grip and held her in place. Relax, baby, you will get used to it, he said, and started to breathe more rapidly and blinked her eyes as she tried to get used to the fullness that was now stretching her pussy beyond anything she had experienced before. Her toes were curled up and she had her fists clenched tightly. After a minute or two it appeared that she had started to get used to the fullness, and the second guy said, Okay, honey, here we go. And he started to push his cock in and out of Anne's pussy. 
Oh my God, oh my God. And cried as she began to feel sensations that were new to her. Next the guy who was below and started to also piston his dick in and out of her stretched pussy and her level of sensation doubled. Sometimes the guys would push in and pull out together and other times one would be coming in while the other was going out. It made no difference to and who had quickly forgotten the initial pain because that pain was now replaced with intense pleasure. Oh, so good. She cried. So good it. Fuck me harder you bastards, give me all you got. And exclaimed as she rose to what would be a mind-shattering orgasm. About thirty seconds later that orgasm arrived and it was one of the most intense she had ever had. The guys did not stop fucking her and, and continued to come and come hard. Ends moans and writhing soon had the guys close to coming, and they finally exploded within seconds of each other. Feeling two cocks spurting in her pussy scent and over the edge once more and the three of them collapsed and just laid there. Their solitude was short-lived as two guys sporting sizable erections walked over to the pile of bodies on the floor and said, Our turn. They extricated and from between the first two guys to have double-fucked her cunt, and as they escorted her to a new place a few feet away she said, Please, I need a rest. You can fuck me together but just give me a rest. Sorry, babe. We are ready to go now and you will probably want us to fuck you now while your cunt is still stretched out because our cocks are bigger than what you just had. And glanced down and saw that they were right. Both of these guys were about eight inches in thick and were likely the two biggest cocks in the room. Point one of the guys got down on the floor and then got up over him and slowly lowered herself down on his jutting cock. When she had it seated properly she laid back against him allowing the second guy access to her pussy as well. He quickly stepped up and positioned his cock and pushed forward. Due to the girth of these two cocks it was slow going and then grunted and groaned as the guy worked to force his cock into her already stuffed hole. Because and knew what was coming and how it would feel you could see her getting turned on again. Come on, she said. Stuff that cock into me. Aloud. Oh hi. Escaped and's lips as the guy finally pushed the second invader home. This time there was more pleasure than pain although and said it was still uncomfortable at first having that much cock inside of her. Like the first pair, these guys started to fuck and hard and fast, and as they did she began to try to fuck them back. The three of them bucked against each other, and you could see a sheen of perspiration developing from their exertions. These guys brought, and to two more orgasms before they came although Anne's orgasms were not as intense as the first one she had with the previous pair and said that she could not come as hard because she was exhausted as it was 11.30 p.m., and she had been getting fucked and coming for nearly three and a half hours. The guys disentangled themselves from and then helped her to her feet. That was great, honey. Why don't you take a break and get cleaned up? One of them told her, and walked into the bathroom, used the toilet, and took a shower when she was done. The shower took a while because she had to first remove and then put all of the bondage gear back on. She also brushed her teeth, brushed her hair, and touched up her makeup even though she knew that it would not stay fresh looking for long. When she came out of the bathroom she found the guys eating some pizzas that they had ordered from a local pizza place as the hotel's room service closed at 11 p.m., and it was too late to order from them. She was glad that none of the guys had thought to offer her as a tip to the delivery guy because she was beginning to worry about how much more cock she would have to take as only three of the guys had left. Boy, I could use a slice of that.
and said and started to walk over to where the pizza boxes were. She had not eaten since lunch and was clearly hungry. Hold on a second, one of the guys said. All of those carbs are not good for you. A girl like you should get more protein. He took and by the arm and started to lead her away from the pizza and over to the desk. We have a protein shake over here for you, he said. His words hit and like a kick in the stomach as she saw the two glasses of cum sitting on the desk. Please, no, and whimpered. I will let you fuck me some more. I will suck all of you again, she offered. You're going to do all of that anyway, the guy said. Please, no, I almost got sick the last time I had to do that. Do you know how gross cold cum tastes? And asked Dot if any of the guys did they kept that knowledge to themselves as no one answered. We can fix that, one of the guys sitting on the couch said and he picked up the glasses and took them over to the small kitchenette that was part of Anne's suite. He put them into the microwave and pushed some buttons. About a minute later he took the glasses out and bought them over to Anne. There you go, nice and warm. No, please, and cried again. I cannot swallow that much cum. Looking at the glasses she may have been right as one had about two inches of frothy white slime in it and the other had over three inches. Look, that cum is going into your belly one way or the other. Your choices are to drink it on your own which means that you control how fast it goes down or to have us use the gag and funnel and we control how fast it goes down. Either way, it is going down. One of several guys who had gathered around and said, and just shuddered and remained silent. You have one minute to start drinking that cum on your own, one of the guys said as he looked at his watch and whimpered again and with shaking hands took the glass with less cum in it and brought it to her lips. She tipped it up and let a bit flow into her mouth, and you could see her throat move as she swallowed, and put the glass back to her lips and tried to tip it up again, but she could not get her hands to do it. She put the glass down on the table and said, I'm sorry, I just can't. She stood there trembling gently with her shoulders slumped as she awaited her fate and did not have to wait long point two of the guys that had been standing by her led and over to the bed, and she did not resist. She just meekly went where they directed her, and she lay on the bed when they told her to do so, and continued to say, No, no, softly as her eyes became moist. Another guy brought over the ropes, and it did not take long for him to be firmly tethered to the bed as there were ropes restraining her that went through her wrist cuffs, ankle cuffs, thigh cuffs and belt. Open your mouth, a guy said as he hovered over and with the ball gag in his hand, and shook her head from side to side and clenched her jaws shut. The guy reached down and took one of her nipples between his fingers and squeezed it very hard. Oh, well, and cried. I can keep pinching your nipples all night, now open that mouth. Knowing that she had no choice and opened her mouth, and the guy forced the ball inside. He then tightened the strap behind Anne's head locking the gag in place, and sucked air through the breathing tube and waited as she realized that she would soon be sucking something else through that same tube. The guy connected the funnel to the breathing tube and checked to make sure the connection was tight. He knelt around Anne's head trapping her head between his knees and thighs. Okay, here we go. He announced as one of the other guys handed him the first glass of cum Anne's eyes flew wide open as she watched him position the glass over the funnel and begin to tip it over. She watched as a thick glop of cum dropped into the funnel and seconds later felt it running into her throat, 
and tried to fight against swallowing the cum that was rapidly pooling in her throat, but her gag reflex won out, and she swallowed what was there in two gulps. She sputtered as her throat was empty for a few seconds before a second dollop of cum settled where the first had been. Again, and tried to delay swallowing but the fight was going out of her, and after only a short time she forced herself to relax and let the cum flow into her belly. She looked up and saw that the first glass was only about down a third from where it started and she started to panic as she realized how much more cum there would be going into her belly. Her chest heaved as her breathing quickened. You're doing good, baby, the guy who was holding the glass said, but there is still a lot to go, and looked up just in time to see another large glop of cum slide out of the glass and into the funnel. This one was much larger than the first two and then had to swallow four times to get it all down. She was no sooner done swallowing when the guy dumped the rest of the first glass into the funnel. This caught her by surprise and then gagged a bit when this last load of cum began to hit her throat and had to fight to get her gag reflex under control. Another four swallows and the first glass of cum was in her belly. The guy above Anne's head released his grip on her head and began to gently run his hands through her hair. Another guy began to play with her nipples and a third started to finger her pussy. And did not believe it but her body responded almost immediately and after only a few minutes of this kind of attention she came and was just coming down from her orgasm when she looked up and saw that the guy had the second glass of cum in his hands. She tried to say, no more, but the ball gag made anything she tried to say hard to understand. What came out sounded like, or or The guy again locked his head into place between his knees and thighs and said, Sounds like you want more. or or And groaned. This time the guy changed the pattern and tipped the glass up just enough so that there was a steady stream of cum running into the funnel and into Anne's throat. It did not look like a lot of cum but it kept coming and coming forcing and to keep swallowing virtually non-stop. That was a good start. The guy said and then looked up and realized that there were still almost three inches of cum in the glass. Her ordeal was far from over. The guy asked for someone to get a hand towel from the bathroom and he put it over Anne's eyes. Now you will not be able to see it coming, he said, and waited nervously for the feeling in her throat that would tell her that there was more cum to swallow. The guy let her wait for about a minute and then let just a few drops drip into the funnel, and said that she was startled when she felt it hit her throat and swallowed almost immediately. She was also surprised that there was such a small amount. The guy mouthed and gestured to two of the other guys that they should squeeze and twist Anne's nipples and when they did he poured more cum into the funnel so that it hit Anne's throat just as she was crying out in pain over the abuse of her nipples and had to struggle hard to swallow as her nipples were tortured but eventually her throat was empty because her eyes were now covered and had no idea how much cum was left. The guy let her wait for a while and then mouthed to one of the other guys to play with her clit. Just as that guy's fingers touched her clip more cum hit her throat. Again and struggled to swallow with the distraction of having her clit fingered. With still one inch of cum left in the glass the guy mouthed to two other guys to tickle Anne's feet. Now Anne's feet are very ticklish and she can hardly stand it when I would try to tickle them for even a second. With the ankle cuffs securing her feet she would not have any escape. The guys started to tickle Anne's feet, and she immediately started to buck and writhe on the bed and to try to get her feet away from them but it was no use. You could hear the laughter in her throat as the assault on her feet continued. 
After about 30 seconds the guy started to slowly pour the remaining cum into the funnel and was preoccupied with the sensations of her feet being tickled when she felt the cum hit her throat. She had to stifle her giggling and laughing and work hard at dealing with the cum that had started to again flow into her throat. The tickling continued as did the trickle of cum. It took almost two minutes for the guy to pour the rest of the cum into the funnel and the tickling continued for thirty seconds after that during which time swallowed the last of the cum the tickling had given and quite a workout, and you could see that she was breathing very rapidly and making sort of a NNNGGG sound with each breath. The guy who had poured the cum into the funnel took the towel off of Anne's eyes and when she looked up to see if there was any more cum he said, That's all and slumped back on the bed in relief, and the guy loosened the strap on her gag and pulled it from her mouth. Other guys loosened the ropes that had tethered into the bed and as soon as and was free she rolled onto her side and drew her knees up into the fetal position. The guys let her rest for a few minutes, and then got her to her feet and into the bathroom. Again, and cleaned herself up but wondered what the use was as there were still thirteen guys waiting to fuck and otherwise use her. She did however appear to have renewed energy and she later told me that she thought the worst was over because she had handled taking two cocks in her mouth and in her pussy, and had swallowed all of the cum in the glasses. When she came out of the bathroom one of the guys handed her a slice of pizza and said, I reheated it for you, what can I get you to drink? And looked over at the bar and pointed to the bottle of scotch. The guy got a glass, threw some ice cubes into it and said, Say when. He filled the glass halfway and looked at, and then she just mouthed the word. More. The guy kept pouring and at the three-quarter mark he looked at, and then she said. Keep going. The guy kept pouring and when the glass was almost full and said. That's good. The guy handed in the glass and she took a long drink and started to munch on the pizza in her hand. Reheated pizza and scotch. You gotta love that kind of a girl. And finished eating and waited to see what would be done to her next. Yoshi and his friends walked over to where she was sitting and took her by the hand saying, We do Bukaki now. As I had never answered Anne's question about what Bukaki was she had no idea what was going to happen to her. Yoshi led and over to a pillow that was lying on the floor and told her to kneel down. And dropped to her knees and again felt her wrist cuffs being clipped to her ankle cuffs locking her in the kneeling position she had been in before. Yoshi moved in front of Anne and offered his cock to her mouth and hungrily sucked it into her mouth and ministered to it with her tongue. After a few minutes Yoshi became more vocal and eventually pulled his cock out of Anne's mouth, jerked it a few times and shot his load onto Anne's face. Yoshi's cum shots hit and on the forehead and proceeded to drip down her face. Yoshi was replaced in Anne's mouth by one of his colleagues who eventually also fired his load onto Anne's face. Some of his cum dripped down onto Anne's tits. Suddenly and understood what Bukaki was and knew that she was not a fan of it as she did not like come on her face. As the next guy forced his cock into Anne's mouth she realized that it really did not matter what she liked and that these guys were going to come on her face and leave it there for as long as they wanted and she was powerless to stop them. Over the next hour and took over ten loads of come on her face and it became a glazed mask of glistening white slime. One of her eyes was completely covered in cum, and she could only see a little with the other. Even with her eyes closed, and suddenly felt the flash of a camera, and when she forced open her one good eye she saw that Yoshi was standing next to her with his cock aimed at her face while his colleagues took pictures. Yoshi and his colleagues switched places and more pictures were taken. 
and hoped that her face was covered in enough cum that no one would recognize her because this was the first time during any of her adventures that any pictures were taken other than the videos we made. Having no choice in the matter and just knelt there silently while the cum slid down her face and dropped onto her tits and chest, Yoshi and his colleagues finished taking their pictures and unclipped Anne's wrist cuffs from her ankle cuffs. One of the other guys gave her the towel that had earlier covered her eyes and she quickly wiped the cum off of her face that a few minutes later, Yoshi and his colleagues left along with a group of other guys leaving and with only six guys. The six guys were Jack and three of his friends and a guy she had the first night, Chet, and his guest whose name she did not remember, and thought it was a bit surprising that she could not even remember the name of a guy she had fucked and sucked earlier in the evening, but it was true. She had now been used by enough guys during her adventures that it was difficult to remember each of their names. It was almost three in the morning and then knew that the guys left would not be able to fuck her for that much longer, and she hoped that her adventure would soon be over. She stood silently near the pillow on which she had knelt for her bukkake and waited. Point three of the guys came over and said, We want to fuck you once more before we leave. They escorted and over to the bed and one of them laid down. He told and to suck his cock until it got hard and she immediately swept his cock into her mouth. When he was hard he told and to take him in her pussy and she stepped over him and lowered herself until her pussy was just above his cock. She lined up his cock with her pussy and lowered herself the last few inches and felt his cock hit home in her pussy. The two other guys presented their cocks to Anne and she sucked them until they were also hard point one of the guys got behind and then slowly worked his cock into her ass while the third returned to her mouth. Soon it was airtight and had a cock in each hole. The guys fucked her like this until they came one at a time, and started to get aroused and become vocal but did not make it, watching the three guys fuck and got the remaining three guys going and as soon as the first group of three finished with and the second group was on her, and again she was used in all three of her holes simultaneously. With the continuing stimulation of her second triple penetration in a row and managed two more orgasms from her now exhausted body point five of the remaining men left leaving only Jack, and was hoping he would leave also but when she looked over she saw that he had fallen asleep on the other side of the bed and was snoring lightly, and said that she did not have the energy to fuck or suck again tonight if she woke Jack and resigned herself to having to likely do that with him again in the morning, and crawled up on the other side of the bed and pulled the covers over herself, and was the first to awake at around ten in the morning. She got her bearings and realized that she would have trouble making the noon checkout time if Jack wanted to use her further. She padded softly into the sitting room and called the desk to see if they could extend the time and they said they could to as late as 4 p.m. because their bookings were light for Saturday night and their next big conference would not start checking in until early afternoon Sunday and padded back into the bedroom and saw that Jack was starting to get awake. She smiled wanly at him and he said, Good morning, sweetie. Overall and thought that Jack was not a bad guy even though he got rough in the sex department. There was something about him that connected with her, and she thought that was a good thing because she would likely be fucking him again this morning, opening the bathroom door and stepped inside and got cleaned up. She did not put the bondage gear back on and when she came out she had wrapped a towel around her waist. Jack saw her and said, Lose the towel, and she dropped it on the floor. Jack had ordered some food and then sat down and helped herself to coffee in a croissant and sat quietly while Jack watched Sports Center on ESPN. 
You are an amazing sexual animal, Jack told then. Even when I was not in you myself I got hot just watching everything you were doing and I still cannot believe that you came from my spanking you when we first met on Thursday, and appeared to blush at Jack's compliment because he was essentially telling her she was a great fuck. I wanted to stay the night so I could have some more time with you alone before we went back to our separate lives. Jack said dot he continued. I look at you as a once in a lifetime opportunity. An attractive woman who has put herself into a situation where she has few limits or things she can refuse to do and I have a few more things I want to indulge in with you. Well, let's get started because I have to check out today. And replied. We have a couple of hours. Jack said. I heard you on the phone extending your checkout until this afternoon, and while you were in the bathroom, I did the same. A little surprised and said, Okay, what's it going to be? Go and put the bondage gear back on first. Jack directed Anne. Even though Anne did not like what that command portended, she got up and did what Jack told her. After all, her adventure was only over when the last man had left and one man was still here. When she returned Jack told her to sit down and poured another cup of coffee. Tell me, have you ever had your pussy spanked? Jack asked. And maybe once or twice. And answered. Was it only once or twice or was it more because can tell you are not telling the truth? Jack had apparently picked up on the same cues that I had over the years because and is just a lousy liar. She would lose her ass in poker because any experienced player would easily notice her. Tells and be able to bet accordingly, and sat silently as she tried to figure out how to respond. Why don't you tell me about your experiences in having your pussy spanked? Jack said, and took a deep breath and exhaled slowly. She told Jack about how I would tie her to the bed with her thighs wide apart, and pussy facing up and then draw cards to see how many strokes she would get with a flogger on her tits, in her thighs and pussy. She told him that she would sometimes have an orgasm if I continued to flog her pussy lightly, and continued and told Jack about her first adventure, chapter one of the series, where she picked up a guy, Lou, who tied her to the bed and then flogged her pussy until she reached orgasm. As she spoke you could see that Anne's breathing was getting faster almost as if her telling Jack these things was somehow turning her on. It was definitely turning Jack on as his cock was fully erect. You are the woman of my dreams. Jack said. He told and how many years ago he came across a porn clip on the internet where a woman was tied down and then had her pussy whipped with a belt until she came. He said that he downloaded the clip and that watching it always turned him on. I never thought I would find a woman who would let me do that. Jack started to say but an interrupted saying. No, please let's do anything else. You can fuck my ass again. When we were together the first time you said that you rarely got to do that. True enough, but the pussy spanking is really special so that is what we are going to do for our finale, Jack said. When and continued to protest Jack said, The letter you read us last night said we could use you however we wanted as long as you were not permanently hurt or marked. Using my belt on your pussy is going to hurt but there will be no permanent damage so you have to do it. And started to beg and plead and when Jack took her by the hand and as he pulled her to her feet she struggled against him. Jack grabbed her around the waist and said, Look, this is going to happen and either you cooperate, or I will call a couple of my friends back and they will help me restrain you and if they are here they will also want to use the belt. And processed Jack's words for a few moments, 
and realized that no matter how much she hated him using his belt on her pussy that it would be worse if a couple of other guys were involved. She stopped struggling and when Jack sensed that he said, Are you going to cooperate? Please don't hurt me. And said, The letter said you cannot do anything that would permanently hurt or mark me and even a light whipping is intense because a woman's pussy is so sensitive. I know what the letter said. Are you going to cooperate or should I call some of my friends back? No, don't call anyone. Give me a chance to get through it with just you. Okay, then I am going to let you go. Jack said as he released and when and just stood where she was, he said, Go use the bathroom if you have to and I will get things ready here. While and was in the bathroom, Jack got the ropes and his belt and positioned the video camera. He planned to tie into the top of one of the tables and came out of the bathroom and Jack asked, Are you ready to go? Can I call my husband first? I was supposed to call him when things were done which we both assumed would be before this and I don't want him to worry if he does not hear from me. And asked? No problem. Jack replied, and got her cell and called me at home. I answered the phone and she said, Hi, Han, hey, so how did it go? It is still going. What do you mean? Well, there is one guy left, and he wants to do one more scene. He wants to use his belt on my pussy and I don't want him to do it. He knows that he cannot do anything that will permanently hurt or mark you, right? Yes, he does, but he made me tell him about how we used to do that and how I did it with a stranger on my first adventure. Well, if he knows the rules, then I guess you have to go through with it, or was it someone else who said they wanted to have a challenging experience? I know, I should learn to keep my mouth shut. It is just that even though these things scare me to death, they somehow make my pussy drip. I was just in the bathroom, and my juices are running down the inside of my thighs. You'll get through it. You've gotten through everything in all of your previous adventures. I suppose, but it will be hard. I extended my checkout and will be coming on the later flight. Okay, I will be home waiting for you. Love you. Love you too. What did your husband say? Jack asked. He said that as long as you understood the rule about no permanent marks or damage I had to go through with it. And replied, Outstanding, come over here and we will get started. Jack said, and padded over to Jack and he patted her on the ass and told her to get up on the table on her back. Can't we use the bed instead? And asked. Nope, no rope-a-dope for you. And had heard the term. Rope-a-dope. But didn't know what it meant until I explained it to her. She said that the way the belt felt hitting her pussy that there was no give in the tabletop to help ease the sting, and put her butt on the table and slid herself onto it. Jack had her slide down a bit and then started to use the ropes. He first ran a rope through the ring on each side of her belt and tied each off securely under the table. Jack did the same to her collar. Jack then ran a rope through the ankle cuff on Anne's right ankle and drew her right leg up until her knee was almost even with her tits. He tied the rope off and then did the same to the other leg. Finally, Jack ran a rope through each of Anne's thigh cuffs and tied them so that her thighs were pulled wide apart. The effect was to leave Anne's pussy sticking almost straight up and with her legs tied as they were she could not move to close her legs or to otherwise shield her pussy from the onslaught to come. You could see in trembling as she waited for things to start. Do I need to gag you? Jack asked. Please don't, Anne said. I would like to be able to talk with you. Okay, but if you get too loud I will. I left your hands free also. 
Keep them out of the way and I will tell you when and how to use them. And put her arms on the table next to her body. Jack stepped back to admire his handiwork and then thought he would start in right away with the belt but instead he moved between her legs and ran his hands over her inner thighs. As he neared her pussy and tried to raise herself up in essence offering her pussy to be touched. Jack ran his fingers over Anne's pussy lips and then slid a single finger between them. As he did and let a soft. Oh! And Jack was amazed to find that Anne's pussy was not just wet but that it was oozing her nectar. You're really turned on, aren't you? Jack asked as he worked now two fingers into and out of Anne's pussy. I can't help it. I am really scared but it lately seems that the more scared I become the hotter I get as well. And replied in between her mules of pleasure as Jack's fingers continued to work in and out of her nether hole. Jack kept fingering and and drew the lubrication out of her and smeared it around her pussy lips making them glisten. He took his belt and rolled it up so that about eighteen inches remained. He walked to Anne's face and placed the tip of the belt at her lips and said, Lick it, get it wet. Anne's tongue shot out and she licked around the first inch of the belt. Jack pushed it forward until about three inches of it was in Anne's mouth. He let and work on it for about thirty seconds and then pulled it out and said, Let's get started. Jack walked around to the end of the table and rubbed the end of the belt against Anne's pussy. You could see her tense as the leather made contact with her skin. Jack pulled it back and then again placed it against Anne's pussy and repeated this pattern a few times. And had screwed her eyes shut and did not see Jack pull the belt back all the way and bring it down on her exposed, defenseless pussy with a loud thwack and grunted loudly and her hips lurched upward a bit in response to the impact. Jack pulled his hand back and quickly delivered three more blows in quick succession and yelped after each one. He put down the belt and started to finger and in play with her clit and moaned her approval. After about thirty seconds Jack picked up the belt and delivered five more blows before going back to fingering in. He used this pattern several times, slaps with the belt followed by stimulation, and responded accordingly, alternating between expressions of pain and pleasure. After one series of eight blows Anne's hand jumped to her pussy and she started to try to rub this thing away. Get your hands away from there, Jack ordered. I will tell you when you can touch your pussy, and reluctantly moved her hands and placed her arms back at her sides. Jack gave and three hard blows and she whimpered in pain. That is for touching your pussy without permission. Do it again and I will give you ten as hard as the last three, Jack said. Unlike other times Jack did not stimulate and this time and gave her another series of blows. And neither grunted or cried out with each and you could see her hands clenched into fists as she fought the urge to try to block further blows with her hands. Jack let and rest for a few seconds and then snaked his tongue between her pussy lips and gave her a few licks. It was not enough to fully stimulate her although it was a welcome diversion from the pain the blows were giving her. Just as a moan of pleasure escaped her lips Jack stopped. Take your fingers and spread your pussy, Jack told in. When she did not move fast enough he gave her three hard, rapid blows and repeated his order, and cried out and said, I don't know what you mean. Jack took her hands and showed her how she was to pull her outer pussy lips apart exposing the pink inner lips and the opening to her cunt. No, please, the skin is too sensitive there. And begged. Jack ignored her pleas and gave her three blows harder than any she had gotten before. After the third one he said, Spread your pussy. 
and shrieked in pain and started to again plead with Jack. We will be here all day unless you spread your pussy, he said. When and did not move her hands, Jack pulled his hand back and slapped the belt as hard as he could against the table in front of Anne's pussy. That's what you are going to get if you do not spread that pussy, he said, and knew she was out of options and slowly moved her fingers to her pussy and spread it wide open. Wider, Jack ordered Anne and pulled her pussy even more open, and was breathing rapidly, almost panting as she held herself open waiting for what would happen next. Instead of the belt she felt Jack's tongue as he licked the inner folds of her pussy. He spent a few minutes doing it, and then started to moan with pleasure, and tried to move her hips to rub her pussy and clit against his tongue. As she got close to orgasm Jack suddenly stopped. Jack picked the belt back up and said, Keep that pussy open for me. Jack pulled his hand back and delivered a hard blow to Anne's now even more exposed pussy and yelled in pain point three more hard blows descended on Anne's open pussy, and she bucked and shrieked with each. She did her best to keep her pussy pulled open, but it started to slip after the third blow hit home. Spread that pussy, Jack said punctuating each word with another slap of the belt. Before he could land a fourth blow, and quickly moved her fingers and pulled even harder to expose the soft inner folds of her pussy and most intimate opening. That's a girl. Jack said as he continued to rain blows down on his pussy, and was crying out with pain with each new blow but somehow kept her hands and fingers in place and kept her pussy wide open for the abuse it was receiving. Jack gave and another half dozen slaps and then put his mouth back on her open pussy, and was shocked at the pleasurable sensations and responded almost immediately. Jack continued to lick the sensitive skin of the inner folds of her pussy and then continued to respond to his ministrations and said that she felt a conflicting mix of pleasure and pain as Jack gently licked the skin he had just struck with the belt. Just as and was getting close to coming Jack stopped and then was left on the edge, frustrated. Okay, I am going to give you twenty-five more but if you come before I get to twenty-five I will stop, Jack told then. Spread that pussy, he said as he poked Anne's inner lips with the tip of the belt, and quickly moved her hands down and pulled her pussy open. Jack pulled back his hand and brought the belt down. You, and cried. Another, you, came forth as Jack continued to beat Anne's pussy with the belt. Jack started to aim his blows at Anne's clit, and surprisingly she started to feel some pleasure as her sensitive clit felt the lash of the belt dot on the tenth blow and started to move her hips as much as she was able to ensure that the next blow fell on her clit. After a few more blows and was mewling more in pleasure than pain, Seeing this Jack picked up the intensity of the blows and centered his blows on his clit, and yelped and shrieked but kept gyrating her hips as best as she was able. The blows kept coming and on the twenty-second blow in, A-I-I-E, came out of Anne's mouth and continued until the twenty-fourth blow when she exploded in orgasm. Jack saw that, and had come but contrary to his word he lined up the belt and gave and one hard final blow on the clit causing her to come again. Jack dropped the belt and got on the table and plunged his rock-hard dick into Anne's abuse. Cunt. Jack started to piston his cock in and out rapidly, and felt a mixture of sensations from pain as her bruised inner pussy lips were slammed hard by Jack's thrusts to pleasure as his raging erections slid against the walls of her cunt. Apparently abusing Anne's pussy had turned Jack on incredibly, and he lasted for less than a minute before he fired his load into Anne's pussy and said she felt his hot come spurting into her 
and had another orgasm herself. Jack started to kiss and deeply, and she just held him with her arms. They were both clearly spent from what had just happened. Jack untied and then helped her down from the table, and rubbed her pussy lightly trying to dissipate some of the sting that remained. Wow, that was fantastic. You just made my favorite fantasy a reality. Jack told then and he again hugged her. I cannot believe how hard I came from you whipping my pussy. I had done things like that before as I told you but I never came that hard. It was different, somehow special, a new sexual experience. And said, Even though I will remember this day for a long time, would you and your husband mind sending me a copy of this part of the video? Jack asked. I don't know, we will have to talk about it because even though I have been with a lot of men recently we still want to be discreet and do not want photos or video of what I do on the internet for anyone to see. And replied, I understand, I will give you one of my cards so you know how to reach me. Jack said, and started to take off the cuffs and belt, and Jack looked around for his clothes as they both had to get organized to get checked out and to the airport. When Jack was dressed he fished out one of his business cards from his wallet and gave it to N. His office was in a city about a 45-minute drive from us. And noticed and asked him where he lived and he said that he lived in the same city as his office. And did not say anything and put the card on the desk. And walked Jack to the door and they kissed once more before he thanked her again. Her suite was a mess and then hustled to clean up any signs of her gangbang. After all, being the proper lady she did not want the housekeepers to know that she had been gangbanged the night before, and finished packing and got a car to the airport. She checked her bags, cleared security, and got a drink at one of the airline clubs. When they called her flight she got to the gate and boarded the plane.a as she sat down she heard a voice across from the aisle saying, Hello stranger. She looked over and saw Jack sitting there, and smiled and said, Hello? and took her seat. Throughout the flight they both acted just like two normal business travelers, preoccupied with their paperwork and talked only a bit about some trivial things from time to time. And's pussy still throbbed a little and she remembered the orgasm she had had at the hands of Jack. The flight was uneventful and when they got into the terminal Jack pulled in aside and said, It looks like we may live somewhat close together. If you decide not to send me a copy of the video perhaps your husband would let us get together again and smiled and said, I'll ask him, you never know. Returning to business traveler mode and extended her hand to Jack and as they shook hands she said, It was nice to meet you at the conference, maybe we will see each other again some day. She turned and walked toward baggage claim, her mind swimming with the possibilities. The End